do, do, do. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and or girls and friends from beyond the binary, it's your boys again. It's the Brightcast. It's it's him, Lee. It's him, Corey. But also, it's you. you ruined my bit. I hate you so much. You're fired. Start show back, and I'm already derailing everything. Thirty seconds. Let's go. Uh, and have a wonderful. A wonderful special guest. One might even call him a dandy special guest. It's Dandy DeVito. How's it going? Yeah, the wordplay is just outstanding for this shit. I don't even remember how the hell I thought of that name. I mean, I will not was, lie. Uh, I'll not lie. When I when I came to AW and I was looking up people to shoot on for the habit grumble i kept seeing the name and i kept misreading it as danny De and i thought yep, holy exactly. shit someone fucking took the person danny devito it's like a wcf kit harrington situation where someone just signed him up on the board as a wrestler yeah. <laughs> fucking going tfk's version of Polly shore from last year <laughs> <laughs> oh. I re last week when Derek, when I was talking with Derek and I brought up Parley Shore, he's like, I have no idea who Parley Shore is. And I'm like, good. Don't look. <laughs> I mean, he's like, he's like 13. We can't expect him to remember fucking Biodome. No. Now, here's the thing. I know of Parley Shore, but I've never actually watched a Parley Shore movie. I just you're, know. You're better off that way, dude. Yeah, I, I just um, know of Deep Rips. Yeah. Like Parley Shore is dead. <laughs> I'm going to Google that real quick. <laughs> just to make sure I'm not making that up. No, you're good. You're good. Like if I remember correctly, it was like a documentary where they told a bunch of people that Shore died and they got their their genuine ass reactions to Polly Shore's death. <laughs> that didn't fucking. Like, oh no, that's so sad. I, I'm sure that they just like memorialized some guy that they all, if they didn't think he was dead, would have just said, "Yeah, fuck that guy." That, I just a, knew it's of a, it. It's a, it's a it, yeah, it's a 2003 film called Polly Shore is Dead. It's a whole fucking movie about this. It's a whole ass movie. It is a whole ass movie. Uh, in in Mara Shore's debut in a film, a field other than acting, begins as a semi-autobiographical retelling of Shore's early success and dwindling popularity in the late 90s, after which it documents Shore's fictional attempt to fake his own death in order to drum up popularity for his films. Damn. Do you I actually do don't remember much of it because I saw it a long ass time ago, but it, I remember being entertained by it. Do you want to know how much money it made at the box office? <laughs> like five dollars and uh, and a fucking uh, Thanos Funko Pop figure. It made eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> wow, King, we stand. I'm pretty sure one fucking theater show game made more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Starry. Well, I mean, Pauly Shore, well, I mean, Ashley fucking, Anderson. Uh, Disney takes like 90% of the fucking uh, yeah. ticket sales, so I mean. Yeah, fair one enough. Show, one showing got them 11,000. Let me just read yeah. you this fucking cast. Pauly Shore, Lee L. Anderson, Pamela Anderson, Camille Anderson, Adam Sandler, Eminem, Charlie Sheen, <laughs> Ben Stiller. Oh my god. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
It's like one of those VH1 shows where they're just like, oh, look at this pop culture moment. React in 10 seconds. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Anyways, as much as I would like to make it a Pauly Shore podcast, this is not a Pauly Shore podcast. <laughs> you're you're going you're gonna to have to wait a few years for Shorecasts. <laughs> no, this is an action wrestling podcast, and we're here to talk about the May 20th 2019 edition of Monday, and I will preface everything with the statement, usually I pride myself on doing a complete and thorough read-through of the show prior to recording of the podcast. Uh, this week I've only managed to do read that I read when results were posted on Monday, so I'm not as... Wow. Fa- I'm not as wow. familiar wow. as I usually wow. am, but that's okay because... But, still, like, wow. but that's... But that's <laughs> But that's okay. Y'all know my shit. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Because Lee's ever grandiose wisdom has actually taken notes. What a fucking Uh, geek. I took notes for the questions, but I read the show. (laughs) Okay, that's good enough. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting there. We're getting there. So. Maybe uh, maybe next week I'll have, like, notes for everything. It's baby steps, man. You can't do it all at once. Maybe maybe next week I'll shoot the bar too high. Maybe next week I'll show up to the podcast. <laughs> but before we get any further, I would like to take a just talk with Mr. DeVito about his his life, his experience with e-wrestling, that kind of thing. Oh, man. Where do you want to start? Um, well, I think we need just... How big is Batista's dick? <laughs> I would guess it's about three Randy Ortons, but that's just me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Three whole Randy Orton's. That's yeah. intense. Yeah, it's it's really an RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, Batista's dick needs to be world champion. <laughs> they'd have to they'd have to get a the belt expanded and put more, oh, more oh, buttons yeah. on it so it could fit around. What if what if I know he was retired, but what if on a, Batista shows up uh, on our truth, puts him in the ring, gets down. Uh-huh. His knees unbuttons his jeans, pulls out his dick for everyone to see, places it on top of our truth. One, two, three. Batista's dick is the new twenty-four-seven champion. I mean, if our truth weren't beaten down to that point, he couldn't kick because the heft is just great. It's like it's like it's like sleep paralysis. You just have a weight on your chest that you can't get rid of. Okay, real though. How much do you think about Batista on cameo to uh, post hog? Oh man, I don't. Oh, probably. I would, I would say a hell of a lot more than twenty bucks. <laughs> God, it would, be, it would be like the like those like ridiculous like one hundred to five hundred dollar cameos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from Shark Tank won't even talk to you for less than a grand. So. <laughs> I know that fucks me up so much. Like you, this man is trying to hustle cameo. Like it's cameo. Don't try that hard, my dude. Is like the biggest. example of give yourself a nickname that I've ever seen in my fucking life. Mr. Wonderful? No. No, man. No. No, no, no. 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 Mr. Bald with a tiny penis is what everybody else's nickname is for him. Oh, God. We're getting that shit fire shoot from Dan. <laughs> we haven't even asked him about that. Burial cast part two. <laughs> we haven't even asked him about his fucking personal life yet. <laughs> and he's already talking shit about Shark Tank people. Yeah. 
I can I can wax poetic talking shit about just about anything pop culture. That's a, that's now, a good now, now it, I'm gonna be I'm so glad that this is not a real podcast and that this doesn't get out to the general listening public because it, <laughs> in, in your profession that would probably be a bad thing. Yeah, it really, it wouldn't be good. I mean, I around the idea of trying to get up and do stand up because uh, apparently I I have the false impression that I'm funny, uh, but I I just I can't get over the fact that like go and doing what would be funny to me on a, would probably get me fired. I just, I don't know. Yeah. It seems to be not worth the risk. Yeah, it's definitely not worth the risk. And also stand-up comedy is just like a, it's like you get thrown to the dogs because like, oh, you are at the of that audience. Absolutely. Like, so really what I just do is I use my classroom for some of my more like PG material. I'm just dropping on kids every now and then. It's pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, and then they're like, wow, Mr. DeVito, I know that's not your <laughs> real name, but I am not going to try and pronounce your last name, my dude. It's okay. Most of the kids can't either. I end up being Mr. S most of the time, so it's all good. Mr. Yes. Shit, Mr. Shit, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Mr. Shitfire, it's fine. It's a little bit about what you, because you vaguely alluded to it at this point. Yeah, man. Uh, so I teach high school, and I have been either a competitor or were a coach in the world of high school debate since 2001. So I've been doing this a while. And, like, I'm going to kind of jump ahead, I suppose. But um, what was really interesting to me when it came to betting, like when I got into it, was I started, I think, the summer between my sophomore and junior year. And I honestly think is really what made me get out of people and debate because it forced me into a mind of like writing and thinking about like the live action art more than anything mm-hmm. uh, and it's always weird to like talk to kids because you know like it's it's difficult like there there's there are people who can teach well can't do the thing but they can tell you how to do it oh yeah it's, and it's, there, it's the old adage people, that uh yeah those who absolutely. don't know teach Mm-hmm. And there are people who, who know it, and they're just awesome. They're freaking great at it, but they couldn't teach you to do it to save their fucking lives. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's one of the, it's one of the things. Sometimes I'll have debates. They're like, okay, so you knew when you really had that aha moment. I was like, okay, well, uh, I made up a wrestling character and shit on the internet for a while, and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, yeah, see, this is why I didn't. talking about this ahead of time but wow so you really, talked there was so you talked to your kids about like this isn't a bit did you actually talk to your kids about you wrestling as an example of how you worked up your debate ch- i have i i've talked to a few of them like I, it's not like it's something where i'm i'm, I'm wearing that like on my sleeve <laughs> like it's it's not the thing i'm going to talk to the freshman in his first week on the team about oh um yeah there's one kid in my school I told about action wrestling and it's it's one of my co-workers sons who's a really like a big fan of creative writing and I was oh. like I know you don't give two shits about wrestling but I think you'd like this man and uh, I, I still don't know if he actually checked it out I, I told him I'm not going to tell you who I am on this thing you bring your guest back oh, he's, he's failed to bring his guest back that's, um, that's fucking amazing yeah, I have no I, shit I, huh? I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh I hope I hope he fucking uh, 
end this first fucking pussy season of this podcast. Yeah, no shit. No shit. Yeah, Cooper, if you're listening, you got me, okay? Ah, oh, you found him. You found him. No, what if he... What if he goes? What if he goes on the board and he looks around? And he's like, "Oh, you're 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 way." <laughs> then I'll just say, "Yes, I am," and then that's you're it. Goddamn right. But uh, God, that is so. I would never, one hundred million years, ever tell anyone in my personal life, except for maybe, maybe, just maybe, my brother about. E-fetting, and that's for damn I mean, good reason. I mean, I usually saw them. I'm just like, alright, now I know this is the nerdiest goddamn thing I'm ever gonna tell you, but I basically do wrestling D&D. So, eh, have at it if you're gonna make fun of it. Yeah, that's that's a good, confident way of going at it, and I, uh, <laughs> I approve it, and I also work as a teacher because I, it's, that's not easy work. Especially no, high man, school. It's, it's a bitch sometimes, but other times it's awesome. You know, like today was a good day because we we had our senior day, and um, you know I had a couple of my kids who are graduating that were on my team for a year or two or three that dropped by and gave me notes, and they just it's really it's uplifting. It like, is. There I aren't remember. too many there aren't too many jobs where you get to have like a real concrete impact on people's met and growth and existence, and then get to have them know that you had that impact and have them like immediately acknowledge it. And not, not everybody does. Not every kid gave me a note, which is fine. I'm not asking for them, but it's a nice, it's a nice thing. Yeah. I remember my last day of high school. I, uh, there were definitely the teachers that like, I would go out of my way to like go see in their office to, to say bye yeah, for to sure. one last time, mostly like yeah. English and band. So, well, that was that was quite heartwarming, actually. I'm actually rather. Sp- <laughs> Let's talk about Dream Daddy Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> so From one wholesome thing to another. Ah, uh, yes, Dream Dream Daddy. So, um, what did y'all think of the show? The show was great, man. Like everything that that's happening in the last couple of weeks, and I'm guessing will continue to happen this week. It's just been a fucking awesome lead-up to what will be, you know, like a hands-down show of the year. I don't think I've ever seen such a uniformly cohesive and strong build to a blow of a big show. Yeah. Any of my yeah. years in WCF for anything. So this is quite the sight to behold, and I really like it. Like, the reading results in doing this podcast has got me excited about like feuds and segments at the very 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 bottom of the card but like i'm so interested in them as if they were like a u.s or world title so oh yeah yeah for sure so start off with the opening segment of kamiya and torture coming out of a black suv talking about television championship match she did not mean to make because he is just he is just that's he is just that stressed out about life, and you know what? I I don't blame him. He he's a busy man. He's got to sign people left and right. He's got people coming to a zoo asking for matches with people. He 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 is so beleaguered. It's uh, it's God, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's just a very beleaguered man. I'll think of the war later, goddammit. I don't have caffeine, I just have a cup of water put with me today to help with the hydration. Cup of water. Uh, you saw that question about staying hydrated. Oh yes. <laughs> yes I prepared ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> that was your note taking for this task. Note taking. Oh. Fill glass with ice and water. Uh, but then after that, we get uh, Billy and Chris talking about Nash, uh, Carly Nash, Zombie Morris, and Timothy Jeans in action tonight. Lockhart taking on Walker in a non-title match. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah. going up against Jared Holmes. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So, well, why don't we get into the first match of the night. Is for oh, yes. the cruiserweight championship. It is Derek Vaden versus Nack. Hey, what up? That's me. That's the finale of the prestigious Dick Kick World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that that's taken off. That's delightful. Yeah, I, I had to be clued into it multiple times by multiple people, but I am on board with Dick Kick City. It's so good. I mean, I. I loved, like, I didn't really know Derek at all. I, like, I, I obviously would read his stuff, and I'd see his, like, I might have, might have written one of his matches um, before Havoc, but it was really entertaining to see him just, you know, hammer down. I want to kick Dandy in the dick. I want to kick Dandy in the dick. And I was in by that, and it would have been entertaining if it just stayed there. But then Tort worked it in. Oh, God, my dog's an idiot. That's uh, and Tor worked it into the actual match, and I, I, I popped hard for that shit. It was amazing. Right. That's like one of the like coolest examples I can think of of RP and actual match story integration from yeah, a absolutely, head. absolutely. Because like that's something that like a Fed head, like a lesser Fed head, would look at that like that's pretty funny. But I'll just write like a whatever during this rubble yeah, match. Yeah, there but, were there were a couple of things that Tort worked in on those. Uh, those results for Havoc that were just from the Facebook chat that at least I noticed uh, because they were they were things kind of tangentially related to me, and I was so entertained by all of that. For sure. Now... L little did Vaden know, though, that Pasternak is the king of a hashtag Dick Punch City. <laughs> oh, what a swerve. <laughs> Motherfucking man. <laughs> <laughs> Adelaide Floyd, and as a... Opponent weighing 201 pounds. <coughs> Allegedly. <laughs> okay, so like... <laughs> how much does Alexander Pasternak actually weigh? 201 pounds. <laughs> I went back and looked at that shit right after the, the swerve with uh, Pasta yep. taking the, the title off of QDT. It was like, okay, did they did they think this through to the extent that they went in and edited it? And I saw edited by torture and I'm like you sons of bitches <laughs> oh god <laughs> so and he torture. did it the day before the fucking show yeah. too oh so my god like, god so, damn it so torture's gonna be <laughs> torture's fucking like complicit in all this <laughs> wow that's great okay so you only lost nine pounds that's whatever i love this exchange between chris and billy Pasenak has plateaued for a while but winning the cruiserweight town seems to have revitalized them winning is too strong a word <laughs> 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 you know really more pretty much stole it
just want to make a point that when I was shooting with um, Jace, literally the whole point of like the beach crew like internet board like trash talk was us being like oh 201 title that's a piece of shit no one gives a fuck about it and, <laughs> and now look at you and now and look next one and we wing we're just like oh yeah good <laughs> man like nice <laughs> god the, the hypocr- world cruiserweight championship of the world the hypocrisy of the beach crew <laughs> um, yeah, it's almost like they're bad people uh, <laughs> It's almost like they're bad people. Uh, Pasternak goes for a what is called a Soviet suplex. He loses balance and then accidentally suplexes Vaden into himself, causing Billy to say, "Not." Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God! Fucking torture. For some reason, the Soviet suplex thing like murdered torture when he fucking first read my roster page. So he just like made that a fucking thing, like a big meme. <laughs> I put that in there thinking, okay, someone will get a chuck out of it, but it fucking killed torture. <laughs> that's not, that's the secret. You gotta get you gotta face to make the fed head <laughs> like for lack of a better word. Uh, and then the ending of this match comes when Vaden is about to hit uh, the V drive, but Pasenak grabs him and then just low blows him really quick for dick punch city <laughs> uh, Vaden won the battle of the dick kicks but didn't expect the dick punch <laughs> speaking of deaths Alexander Pasternak is getting hard again in this cruiserweight division. hard to beat I mean go home now <laughs> go home now <laughs> oh man Man, oh, oh, God. The, I love how even if it's just a silly story that this Cruiserweight title match does have, like, a very, like, salience of the Dick Kick City. <laughs> and the QDC did a hell of a job writing this match. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck that match. I need to sign into the Pasenak account and uh, bully Derek. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, while you go do that, we have a Jacob. I'll jump into we have, we have a Jacob Lister segment. You have to be the responsible one of us of the pride. Oh man, I, Jacob Lister is becoming so ingrained in submitting regular segments. It's very nice to see one of the old guard from WCF come in and be consistently like uh, posting segments and whatnot and hyping himself up. That lazy and didn't do a goddamn thing this week for hell yeah. <laughs> segment yeah uh this is just him talking about hazel overton again i assume that hazel was uh out of action for a little because of getting real life stuff situated so this is why this segment is here so that we can continue the storyline isn't it great that like ob who's been like around for ages like working with like really or like relatively new people oh yeah it's it's so great he is the new talent yeah Jake Lister going off, honestly. Oh, yeah. I want to read this. I know that I get stereotyped as a segment reader, but fuck you, I like reading funny segments. (laughs) (laughs) That's like an hour worth of the cast. Yes, it is. And also, I love how he doesn't start the promo with, like, an introductory paragraph. He just gets right into it. Despite what Hazel Overton has been saying, I defeated both L.A. Giant Styles and her. It's It's like an essay where you're 
crap, it just started with presenting the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You still lost. Uh, uh, I'm still reading, don't worry. Okay. Okay, that was the only funny bit. It's just a normal <laughs> second after that. Just, <laughs> Jacob Blister is a serious character. Very yeah, serious. Yes, very serious, and he doesn't... Not a laughing matter. He does not shove people into broom closets and wrap them in barbed wire like he did to FPV one time years ago. That is a real Wait thing that happened, and I will tell that Wait story. I will tell that story another day. Made FPV look like a uh, fucking Ethan Hawke's character in First Reformed. <laughs> wow, what a deep pull. <laughs> so, so I'm glad. I'm glad the RPG? one person. I'm glad the one person I expected to get that reference uh, got it. <laughs> what, what what was that, Lee? Oh, <laughs> uh, what Obi like the the first um. I guess, of the Resurrection Man, but without the Resurrection, like, just, like, raping other people's characters and shit, <laughs> like, well, well, no, here's the thing. I, from my personal experience, he did the terrible things to my character, but first, and I gave him permission to do it, that is the difference. Uh, I just remember him, like, raping some character's wife or some shit. Look, if that, if that <laughs> happened before, CF, look, I don't doubt that it happened, but if it did, it was before my time. <laughs> But no, we love you, Obi. Keep doing what you do and dream. Next up, we got a new boy match. We got Roger Payton Jr. versus Papa Chongo versus James Wolf. So, we got Roger Payton revenge's cheap loss by his standards last week. We got James Wolf uh, riding the highs of, of being in the hardcore title match. And we have the debuting Papa Shango, the tag team partner and secondary character of Mr. Michael Trapson. Also, by the way, it only dawned on me until after I recorded the cast last week that Michael Trapson's gimmick is because their names fucking rhyme. I did fucking rhymes. I didn't realize that until I was listening back to the podcast the day after, and I was like, oh my god, that's why. It's That's the reason why his name is Michael Trapson. Oh, but yeah, we have the Colossus, Roger Payton Jr., someone described by Bailey as, what a thoroughly nice man. And Chris Avery <laughs> is like me last weekend, as immediately casting doubts, saying not nice. Pop of was called the anti-shadow love we should call him shadow hate his entrance only lasted a couple of seconds uh he comes out to no music but like, his own song he gets in the ring sufficient and speedy and then also we have james wolf and you know james he's the okay boy. there i have bullied derek boy <laughs> all right this is uh this match is essentially choir boy versus shadow hate versus shadow love love. That is such a weird comment that I don't know how to take that. <laughs> what a fucking sentence. James Wolf scored a possibly cru crucial win against Wikipedia man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wikipedia man goat gimmick RIP gone too soon. Oh fucking hell. I keep forgetting that.
thing. Uh, anyway, as for the match itself, it's actually really, really short. Uh, Peyton rolls up Chango to get the win. Goat King. Yeah, so that's the first win in what will probably be like 50 wins and two long for Roger Peyton Jr. Roger Peyton Jr. And yes, I am setting up extremely unrealistic expectations because, let's be real, Joey probably doesn't care too much about this. <laughs> I, I, I lie, he probably does care about it, but like, he has too much other uh, things that he wants to do at the same time. He was literally saying like, oh, can I even be fucked riding for yeah. for this one? <laughs> yeah, him and I fucking like, God, I might just no-show my debut, no big deal. Yeah. All of us are pretty much like in, in our like little chat, like, um, basically like, all saying how much we couldn't be fucked riding for this week, and then we all rode anyway, like fucking idiots. Yeah, for once I wasn't one of them. Lol. Someone else was that guy. Lol. Well, good on Roger Payton. You got the win. Excellent stuff. Moving on to a Carly Nash segment. Is she gonna bully Bishop some more? Uh, yo, that's exactly what she does. How did you know? Did you read? Did you read the show? No, I, I haven't read the show at all because of the uh, stuff I told you about earlier, but... Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, just... Uh, yes. Well, here's the thing. Your wild guess was absolutely correct. She comes out to Bishop's theme music and <laughs> fucking trolls the crowd. Queen, we stand. Are you expecting someone else? <laughs> like I care what all you dumb hicks here in Roscoe think yeah classic why you i, I what, fucking love that little minor detail of just getting the cheap heat every time god the cheap heat is the best here what are you talking it's um, perfect what you all saw last week was the true bishop the bishop who tried to run away from me because he knew what was going to happen and what happened i tapped his overrated ass out in the middle of the big dope can't take a chair oh oh i would have been the bishop last week but in typical so, um, fashion calling of Aiden is also complete <laughs> <laughs> nice oh we love you Vaden, but you're the face and they're heels there's nothing I can do I would have <laughs> I would have ended Bishop last week but in management sent out security and referees to rescue their boy <laughs> <laughs> damn how dare they not want oh. their uh, contract talent to get Jesus the gender politics in this next sense tonight ladies and gentlemen and I I use those terms lightly. <laughs> what a fucking queen. We stand iconic. Oh my god. I wasn't ready for that. That was hilarious. <laughs> I want all of you cheese whiz sucking trailer trash to witness what is going to happen here tonight. <gasps> and then she exits the bishop's music for no reason. <laughs> God, that's the funniest thing I've ever read. I think it's just because I was, I it just got so off guard. It's just one sentence, but shit. Every rate, wait, uh, Frank found something. Missing. Oh yeah, it's my favorite part of the podcast. Rock my eyes out. That one sentence just like, Carly turns into fucking Rick Rude for like three seconds. Yes.
yeah, I w you ever seen that gif of Rick Rude in the ring? He just like undoes his jacket and flexes his pecs, and then it cuts to this woman in the crowd literally squinting her eyes and licking her lips like she's the, <laughs> a predator looking at her prey about to pounce. Uh, best, I, one of the best gifts in wrestling. I, iconic. I stand bull. Oh, yes. Okay, <laughs> so next up we have a segment. No, it is a segment. It is Jerry Miller and Lizzie Hope. So, it's, so it is Jerry. I've always read it. It's Gary, because I'm dumb and stupid and bad. <laughs> this is my first time seeing this name, but I can infer based on how the English language works and how names work that it's Jerry. Because I'm gonna keep using, I'm gonna keep calling it calling her Gary. I don't give a shit. I was okay. going to say, I second that. I'm pretty damn sure it's Jerry. But then again, I, I thought it was Neville, so who, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> Neville. We'll have a 2-2 two -two split on this matter, because I'll, I'll go with Gary, too. Oh. Wow. <laughs> so again, discourse. Uh, it's like the meme, Captain America, Jerry, Iron Man, Gary, Civil War. <laughs> 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 it's not pronounced giraffics in your face What? So, to get to the actual segment, they are apparently out on the town, getting drunk, partying, having a good As time. As you do. Lizzie calls her Jer Bear. Oh, that yeah. makes still. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold tight to, to Gary. Just yeah, because you're, it's you're a stubborn butthole. It's yeah, the gimmick. Gotta live it. God, you, 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 you said it's the gimmick at the same time. I'm cons I'm concerned with how synchronized you two are. <laughs> We're the same person. I'm just putting on a shitty Australian accent when uh, Lee talks. Damn. <laughs> Fucking swerve. So, so, Jerry, it's been fun showing Lizzie around my favorite spots, and you all should be happy to know that I bonded over a common goal. Care to take it away, Liz? We both fucking hate Kennedy Matthews. <laughs> I know the list is getting long, as it's getting pretty goddamn clear that Kennedy now has no one in her corner. Isn't it fascinating to watch? They seem to find a clue, much less a partner. She's alien. literally have a partner. She like, has a, not, not a wrestling partner. No, she's had, she has a mystery partner at Evolution. I'm talking about, like, a runner. Get out of oh. here. Oh. It's Jace. <laughs> it's Jace Wilder's a mask. Even her pipe science boyfriend doesn't want anything to do with this match. Technically, that means uh, Kennedy's with everyone because everyone's just Jace. You know? Yeah, Kennedy Matthews is the ultimate example of polyamory in the wrestling business. Then yep. we stand. Also, um, I know there's been something of a conversation in in the Facebook chat of a while, maybe a couple weeks ago now, but. Uh, Seeing profanity on the results because it's supposed to be on CBS kills me. It doesn't make yeah, me laugh. It's so it's so funny because like that's that's always been a thing in WCF because like Seth yeah. Seth never but he would he would write matches where the commentators were would swear and he never specified what channel Slam was playing on. So like for all we know it could have been on fucking like Showtime or whatever. 
<laughs> hey kids, uh, at noon today we have a brand new episode of Sesame Street, and then half an hour later we get <laughs> we get to watch the Euthanasia Chamber match. <laughs> oh, we get a that again. We we get to touch people getting pigs. Oh uh, hell yeah, love it. <laughs> we get to see mutilation in a cage. <laughs> God, uh, the uh, euthanasia yeah. chamber match. God, that is a deep pull. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just, I just assume we're, we're just like reading the raw transcripts of the fucking thing, and like all the actual broadcast would be censored, which works yeah. for me. I don't, I really don't give a shit, but like, it's just I, funny. Yeah, like I, just, I, I assume that Clash it. airs on like a fifteen-second time delay. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see. Is there anything else happening in this segment? Oh no, we get also a known as the clam slammers. Also known as the clam slammer, taken from the pick base of Lizzie Estre Lizzie Hope. I called her Lizzie Estrella for a minute because I am losing yeah, my goddamn person, mind. Obviously, but we get a picture of Lizzie Hope chat as like the ending of the segment. And I actually kind of like that. I think it. I think it's quite nice. Uh, oh fuck! I uh, I can't believe I almost read Nas as Little Nas X. Oh. I've, I've been conditioned over these past like two weeks to default to something infinitely inferior. Yo, oh old shit! Fucking slap. Shit! Shit! Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell old, you, man. When it when it comes to fucking, Old Town Road, fucking slaps, and, and the newest Nas album sucks. So like, you can't. Ooh. You're you're absolutely right. The new Nas album is so disappointing on every level. It makes me sad how bad it is. I, I just I will never I'll never be able to get past Illmatic, man. Uh, but. Yeah, like, I mean that's any, a goddamn classic. But. Yeah, absolutely. Any any anything that ends up hitting like the pop, kind of like really really popular music of any sort, like top forty or anything, pretty much just gets murdered in a high school. So <laughs> I, I can't I can't do it. Oh boy, fair. That makes sense. It does. Also, this is now Noscast. This is Noscast. <laughs> you Illmatic track by track. <laughs> Starting with the Genesis. I just have an Illmatic poster in my classroom. Oh, oh damn! Really that crazy. is. You, you just. You probably have so much street cred amongst all the black. <laughs> amongst all the fucking. Uh, the, the black gas. The, the black kids and the backpackers. <laughs> Actually, no, I lie. All high schoolers are backpackers. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Negate that statement. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean anything. All high schoolers. But, um, getting back oh, to no. Lizzie Hope. Anyway. Uh, and there you have it, folks. Lizzie Hope has issued a warning to Kendi Matthews over Twitter earlier this week that she would be, he could see that won't be the case. For shame. Chris, I love seeing our vulgar vixen in the building, but New York sh City surely beats, t don't say it, Chris, don't you dare insult our host city. Come on, Chris, the food in New York, hmm. You do realize Oklahoma probably has more Arby's per capita than anywhere in the country, right? <laughs> That's oh. a good point. And then we get a Estrella Louise versus Ryan Elias segment, and I can read this match from start <laughs> to finish. Ryan Elias wins clean in the middle of the ring. Back match. 
Louise put up a good fight, but it's Elias with the win. Back to the goddamn year. Woo! Oh, man. This, so, did someone claim this match and just never turned it in? I think that's what happened, yeah. Huh. That I, is... I ain't gonna look back through the match right thread to call anyone Oh, out, no, yeah, yeah. Y'all not... know who you is. Yeah, y'all know who you is. You know what you he, he started. He started posting results, and I just realized that he didn't have that match, and was like, ah, ah, fuck. Ah, fuck it. Ah, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, God, oh, fuck, oh, God damn it. Oh, shit, what have I done? And this is this was right after he fucked up because that that uh, that Lizzie promo originally wasn't posted. That's why the title of it is just as. Oh yeah. Tord had to delete like four or five things in a row. Go back, throw in that match before the Estrella match, or throw in that seg before the Estrella match, oh, and just like panicked. Yeah, Damn. I'm surprised they didn't get like a series of uh, voice messages from Tord. Just increasingly a little more like angry and so so out of character torture became in character torture for like a hot second. <laughs> well, that was a that oh god, was a, fucking damn it! Why is everyone so fucking ah? Uh... That was a fun Ryan Elias and Estrella Louise match. We move on to That's a L.A. Here. Johnny style segment, and oh, make no mistake, this man is making up for the fact that he did not show for his first match. Look at how long this segment is. It's all promo too. Oh. Look how goddamn this guy is. I love. I unironically love this. First of all, he has a picture. Uh, it's he has. A, he is wearing a purple T-shirt with a picture of the state of Alabama on it, and written below are the word "Bless America," except Alabama. Fuck Alabama. <laughs> okay. Take Honestly, that I would wear that shirt. Yes, so would I. Iconic. Oh, uh, there's just something about the. Random capitalization. That, <laughs> That's the thing that made me say it's 2007 as fuck. Because, like, now I see that kind of capitalization, I associate it with the, like, mocking someone meme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Styles, something's about to go down. So everyone else, something's about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Louder. Now, here's the thing. This is a long segment. I... Did not read any of this on my first initial read. And I I low-key kind of want to do a reading of this, but I also don't because it's long. Like, I can read other segments because, like, they're, like, more, like, moderately sized, but this is just... And those, like there's so much weird, a, like... It's kind of a lot. It's kind of a lot. But, uh, just read, like, the last uh, three sentences. That sums it up. Okay. In case you missed it the first time, or you're just a complete another moron, this was me telling you to soak some <laughs> up. My name is L.A. Johnny, and it has undoubtedly picture. See you around, ass hats. Ass hats. That's beautiful. That's that's wow. a segment. I love how he goes from the regular like written text to these weird exclamation point random capitals. I am, I am unironically a mark for this, and I love it. Hell yeah. There's a segment on a show. Keep it up, La uh, Johnny Styles. La <laughs> Johnny Styles. That's, La that's Johnny, good shit. La Johnny <laughs> It's his Law Dispute cover band. <laughs> <laughs> Where he just... <laughs> he just screams poetry in order. 
<laughs> no, no, it's all, uh, it's all lowercase letters instead of all capitals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, like, whisper poetry. It's whisper poetry, and then all fucking of a sudden... Fucking iron in mine. And then he just fucking screams. <laughs> <laughs> he screams the not-important parts in parts. Oh, man. Imagine the actual singer of La Dispute just screaming at the top of his lungs. So some up! <laughs> 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 also, uh, completely rot in my brain because when I saw Soaks him up, my mind immediately went to, uh, fucking lick it up, baby. Lick it up. And it, I, my, I have brain worms, I'm sorry. That is the gayest thing I've ever heard you say on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not complaining. But I have brain worms. <laughs> you have gay worms. <laughs> brain worms are pretty gay, I mean, I guess. Priceless. So for what it's worth, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. No, eat shit, A.W. Or piss. Well, just close your cocksucker. Close your cocksucker. I've never seen anyone say shut your mouth that way before. That is <laughs> impressive. Holy shit. Dang. Oh, wow. So, uh, keep it up. La Johnny Styles. Moving on from that, we have a television championship. We got Matt Draven coming in from the dub. Uh, he might have done a few matches before over here. I don't remember off the top of my head, but he's going against the Witch Hawkins for the TV championship. Now, a bit of a schizophrenic battle here, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't Claire yeah. the the handler? for everybody involved. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, wait a fucking I did second. not know that. I assumed <laughs> that these were two different people. Wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> Literally, people of the commentary in this match should have just been quit hitting yourself. Quit hitting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but that is... That's you guys, Wesley. Yeah, that yeah, that's the most important part. Probably why the match was made in the first place, but, you know. <laughs> that's, that's Dream Daddy. Wrestling. He's on the apron with the TV championship. Wrestling. <laughs> Dream Daddy Wrestling. <laughs> Dream Daddy. I feel like that's what Tor actually wanted to name this fed. <laughs> <laughs> Dream Daddy Wrestling. There's a federation dumb. for gay dumb. single dads. Oh. Fuck up. <laughs> let's, be real. Up, Let, let's be real. Let's be real. Torture is the actual dream daddy. <laughs> fucking always yeah. posting his twins on his Snapchat and shit. Uh, Being well, adorable well. and fucking shit. God damn it. Jesus. Ah. Ah. Uh, Claire fucking uh. wins. And, and dream daddy is playing mind games. Mind games. Wesley is at the top of the ramp. Hawkins is in the ring. Billy is still going to the ring. <laughs> Oh, damn. Jesus. Oh, buried. Guy Fietti looking ass. Uh, moving on from that, we got a Chris Santiago segment where he is, his manager, Max Eldridge, is being Nate Burleson from CBS Sports, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Max Eldridge <laughs> is, is... Thank you for selling CBS Sports. I 
I will always sell for CBS Sports because I'm a CBS guy. So that's literally like the channel where I get like all the like world news and like stuff to watch on there. So hell yeah. Fuck Fox. I don't, I don't like yeah. Family Guy. What is a Simpson? <laughs> what is a Fox? It, what does they say? Why, why are we naming why are we naming television channels after mythical creatures? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm stalling. I'm trying to skim through this segment because I forgot what what was said in here. Hollywood stars and celebrities. What do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. Uh, you're just pushing the uh, inverse uh, Casey match at Evolution. Yeah. I was saying, oh, because uh, last week he showed up in the middle of like <coughs> either in the middle of or at the end of the uh, Casey Holiday Shadow Love match two weeks ago. I am so fucking lost at this point. I'm gonna check because I don't like not being certain about stuff like this. This is like Kyoto. Yes, yes, that's the basic gist of it. His manager. Now, is there a reason why his manager is speaking for him and not Chris talking himself? Uh. Deep down inside, like behind the scenes, does Chris Santiago suffer from very like severe social anxiety? <laughs> I want to see a wrestler work with a gimmick of extreme social anxiety. Uh, just read a uh, J Mac promo. <laughs> 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 yeah. Actually, right, I think, with that dumb character. Fair I, enough. I want, I want yeah, J-Mac. Right for J-Mac. I, I would, would I, would I finally, like, bullied him into doing this? I straight up said, fuck Spencer, just do, just do the fucking J-Mac character, it'll be great. I agree. You see, Casey but, um, was a UCI champion for a long time. In a nutshell, she wanted a championship that came from a defunct company. Oof. You saw her matches with Zombie Memorias and Claire Hawkins. It begs me to ask why on earth she would deserve an all-end briefcase. Yes, we oh. see her performance as a champion. However, did she fight the likes of Roy Speed, Sidney J. Warwick, or even Wade Moore? Did she make Lockhart versus Holiday at Evolution 2 come to fruition? It got great. And before Cash is in, <laughs> fucking takes my <laughs> shit. Also, I uh, totally imagine Max Elder, just because of his name, like having a super like gravelly voice, like the fucking Gravemind from Halo. <laughs> you see, Santiago went across every promotion Fighting the best competitors in the world, he gained much from his opponent. His one opponent he fought in uh, across all these promotions. This one opponent. Fight forever. <laughs> uh, as for Holiday, you ask, she's not a respected fighter like him. She wasn't a legitimate one either. Santiago is not only a professional wrestler; he's done shakes martial. Way to fucking bury professional. Wrestling and saying that it's fake by referring to shoot wrestling. My dude. God, Jesus. I mean, I'm pretty sure me and Danny also take that same route. We're like, we have fucking wrestlers, we're fighters. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like, fuck wrestling. God, <laughs> fucking. Does K fake fucks? I guess it's a slightly different context there because I, I, we don't yeah, really I, I that wrestling isn't real. It's just yeah. we don't fucking care about technique. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, yeah that's, that what, that's, that's what he's talking about, but I just want.
do the bit where I'm like, you're breaking kayfabe on the show, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> you fucking... Santiago <laughs> uh, was one real fine machine better than anyone else. Believe that. I and like then he, um, he shuts the door. Kinda, I like the angle uh, Santiago kind of takes here because I feel like we don't have a lot of characters that are just like, um, you know, just really good, like, journeyman wrestlers who are like, coming to like fuck shit up yeah that's i kind of was like gonna be like this like technical guy whatever like, you got six foot weighs like a fucking doesn't weigh more than a wet fucking towel and looks like he what did he say to me he used his car oil to wash his hair <laughs> he's not gonna be a dominant wrestler you're not wrong i was like yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, you're not wrong. You got me there. <laughs> wow. All right, then. I think that Suplex King gimmick could could fit that uh, that niche. Yeah, probably if, so. If it's kind of fleshed out a little bit more. But also, I do like the actual content uh, Santiago shoot. Like, that is the way to shoot against someone who, as far as I know, has basically been unstoppable for the past, like, couple months. Yeah, for sure. Like, his his shoot is actually really good here, so props to him for that. Yeah, like he makes all the salient points that he has to make to like look like a credible threat. Yeah. Anyways, after yeah, that, that is really good. like that'll be a good match. Yes, we have a Scott Slayer versus Harry Diderot match on the Harry Diderot retired the young boy Scott Slayer going in there having a normal match, and uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, Scott Slayer gets the win. Easy peasy, no shenanigans from anyone. So Harry Dieter was just being such so magnanimous and putting over. It's nice. Yeah, some cunt like Ryan would do that. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, Ryan would. Ryan would not do that. <laughs> I'm gonna start a retirement tour after Evolution. <laughs> First person I want to get beat by is Bobby Ray. Oh yeah, I would. Yeah, I would get beat by Bobby Reigns. <laughs> I want to be a statistic in that record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to a very, very odd Spencer Adams segment where he's supposed to be interviewed by Jenna Bauer, but the audio cuts out, <laughs> and it's never explained why the audio cut out. It's just because he's black. Oh. oh. Well, it starts out. Well, you know, Jim. Well, you know, Jenna. It. Well said. See? Thank you for your time. <laughs> God, thank God it's a video interview and not a not a podcast or a radio show. <laughs> uh, next up, we got a QDT and William Moore segment. Oh yeah. God, the William Moore gimmick is so good. <laughs> I can't stop praising it because he comes out like he's going to apologize. He's just like, oh, I'm starting to sound like a broken record coming out here to apologize for the vile actions taken by him. I'm sorry, Kyote. You never deserve <laughs> Oh, God, Wade is such a, such a master at being a dickish heel. <laughs> oh. I mean, the, the execution... 
probably my favorite segment in the show, even oh. including the one that I wrote for Dandy and, and Sam. Oh, yeah, this, um, is, this is just absolute this, perfection. It's just great. This just nails every beat that it needs to nail. It sets up the match, does everything it absolutely needed to do, and then some. It's just it's perfect. Yeah, and I love I love cute to where he comes out. He calls Wade, William, Orzel, Gummidge, Willie freaking Wonka Wanka. <laughs> and, like, he gets the crowd behind him. They start giving a cutie teach chant. You guys are sick freaks for turning me baby face. And then a we, we're sick freaks chant comes. <laughs> but you're my sick freaks now. God, I want QDT to suddenly start talking to sick freaks. Slowly starts to gain muscle mass. Slowly gets less comprehensible with his promos <laughs> until the evolution is complete and he becomes Scott Steiner. Uh, we will know he's true. He reached peak Steiner when he stops being able to count. What are listening? What more you got? That's more than my goddamn name. <laughs> I got freaks nine days out of the week. Wait, there's only seven days out of the week. <laughs> Fucking Bully Ray is just Bully Ray stares him in the eyes like there's only seven days in a week. (laughs) (laughs) And he's and Scott's like big bad booty daddy. Just for the record, that sounded like the worst Bill Cosby impression I've ever heard. I don't know what the fuck noises you just made. (laughs) Hey look. When you try to do a Scott Steiner impression, there's only so many ways you can go with it. Here's Scott Steiner talking about Jell-O Puddin' Pops. The impression I ever heard. <laughs> or the or the blackest Scott Steiner impression. <laughs> it's, it's somewhere in the middle there. I didn't know established by Bill Cosby and Scott Steiner, but here we are. There are only two when, when, Bill Cosby and Scott Steiner. When, on AW, like, create a wrestler for, like, AW2K19, Bill Cosby and Scott Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's like, it's like in the Fractured But Whole South Park game where the difficulty yeah. meter is Bill Cosby and or Scott Steiner. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I would, I would, I would play a wrestling video game where you just gotta manage a shonies. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring up the fact that he owned a show. You did. <laughs> One of my favorite Scott Steiner things. There's a compilation video of all his like moments, like in the ring where he's screaming at people, saying, "Green flag, stupid fucking." Crooked teeth, WCW something, and in the middle of that, it's like a, a shooting calm as everything. He's like, yeah, the uh, the big guy's draw. That's a fact. It's it's always been a fact. And then it cuts to WWE Scott Steiner. Huh? You gonna suck my dick or what? <laughs> Give me a fucking mic. I was I was watching. Survivor Series 2002 on the network one day, and I was very sad to realize that they had cut out that give me a fucking mic from the broadcast. Oh, coward. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, in this Let's, segment... Last Steiner show, hog. Oh, so, yeah, William Moore and QDT go back and forth for a little bit until all of a sudden Eli Lobo comes out looking for revengeance. 
Yes, Revengeance. And uh, new type of view. <laughs> AW Revengeance. Backrash. Backrash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal's the goddamn best. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, while we're at it, fuck you. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh man, it's oh. good to be back. Ah, ah, ah. So this is what I get for skin not reading it all the way through. Uh, QDT has been on the throne this whole time, and Eli Lobo is actually QDT in a mask. <laughs> you should have really gone with the meme and had it be Jace Wild, but I'm not. <laughs> William Moore is such a restrained gentleman. He succeeded in putting Wade at bay tonight, but QDT will have hell to pay at Evolution 2. <laughs> I, uh... Oh, I know this wasn't all me, but I'm gonna take all the credit for uh, cutie, like the QDT. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on, we have a triple threat match: Carly Nash versus Zombie Mick Morris, Timothy James. The match. She the said she'd win. She won. Yeah. yeah. Who'd have thunk it? Damn. What a seer. New Get new one. Uh, uh, what a new gimmick for Colin Nash. Yeah, Colin Nash. Yeah, like Chris and Billy seem very surprised. Like it's over. It's over. Carly is your winner. Oh, she Shit. should do like a, a flashback. I was about to say a back flash. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> back flash. Um, the new pay per view coming this. Joy flash before she had back flash before she won um her Olympic medal. Oh, and she should be like, oh, I predicted this when I was like seven years old. I was born. Like, she just becomes like a fucking. <laughs> I, was, I, I knew from the moment I was seven year old was bound to win a triple threat match on Monday Night Clash on May 20th, 2019. <laughs> uh, <What's up? laughs> just have like a crystal magic eight ball that she carries with her to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, after the match, it's chaos. Throwing in chairs and, and getting and tables. Too many tables. Too, too many tables. <laughs> and, and then the Warriors of the North get get in it. Uh, it's, a, it's a big, big mess. Just like it's a brawl. Just like you've known the tag division to be these past few weeks. Yeah, and it's uh, Rob, Rob, Rob. Warriors of the North that come out on top the very end. After they Hell put yeah. an enhancement talent, the talent enhancers through the table. Oh boy! I know that we uh, clarified that this isn't their pick bases anymore, but I just always imagine this Mike BB getting thrown through the table. Lol. Small ass. Fucking two Mike Bibbies. <laughs> Double uh. Bibby. I'm gonna post a picture of Mike and Bibby on my Ryan's feed for no reason. Coming up. <laughs> just got just got done working out with Mike and Bibby. Shut the fuck up. Double bribble. <laughs> Yo, we got Alex Richards segment to talk about, and I want oh, to respect to the the king of mass confusion. Hell yeah. First of all, I didn't realize that Alex Richards was this heavy, but he weighs like 325 pounds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like he says Walter. Come. But like, 
I look at Walter and I'm like, yeah, he's 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 chunky, but like, I always like, met, I always I met think him. He's probably like two eighty. Yeah, that's what I want to say. I want I want to say he's like two eighty, but definitely not three hundred and twenty five pounds. Three twenty five, three twenty five live. <laughs> Four oh eight. <laughs> Yo, I would. I seriously want a fucking like real life best of the super big boys like tournament. Yes, best of the super. <laughs> Big boys. Fucking Keith Lee, Walter. Jeff Cobb. Yeah, oh my god, yes. Uh, fucking, he's a little, he might be a bit too small to be a super big boy, but I love him anyway. Uh, Brian Cage. <laughs> oh man, that would be so good. Oh, oh, oh uh, also maybe throw in Michael Elgin. Uh, yes. Uh, Walter is billed at being 297, so... Okay. I just looked it up. Ooh, one more big boy, and then we can move on to the segment. The, uh, the underbed look folly. Oh my god. I love folly so much. God, that fucking theme music. It never, it never happens because he always goes out with the Bullet Club, but just the most. <laughs> Anyways, oh, Richards comes out and he says, "Everyone knows I'm here to kick the crap out of that colossal coward, Chris Santiago." But that's not until later. I go for that. <laughs> I can't wait for this. No, I can't wait one more moment to entice Savage into an action wrestling ring. Guys, read the Skype chat. <laughs> Let me pull that up. Pull up. This this makes for X radio. Sorry. Oh, oh. I thought I would check where Mike Bibby is with his life nowadays, and it turns out. He He's up on rape charges because he can't oh. keep fucking working in a high school. Oh, <laughs> God, and this happened in February. You had time to leave. You had noticed this and you didn't. What the fuck? I just, I just make fun of like that photo where he's looking. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Ever need to get fucking Mike. and wait it all was just a post hashtag free mic <laughs> noble savage doesn't come out instead also, thank you for selling my stupid goddamn joke uh, Lee <laughs> may I get back to okay, the fine. show uh, anyways, Noble Savage does not come out. Instead, a guy named Mark the Monster Miller, who is built from Transylvania, comes out. And obviously, but it, it, the pick base is fucking counter lock, right? Uh, it has to be counter lock. Uh, I will accept no substitutes. Uh, uh, so Richards puts out the call again to Noble Savage, and then the lights go out, and and the ghost music plays, and then Billy questions if we paid the light bill or not. <laughs> Are you stupid or something? Of course we did. I was meant to humor. Or I'll carve you like Arby's carved roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> At least I don't want to have to listen to any more of your shells. Oof! Light back on, and Mark Miller is laid out in a pool. 
Jesus. Damn. Noel Savage continues to get the better of Alex Richards in the mind games. Fuck. Uh, but one thing real quick um, regarding Count Orlock and E-Fedding. Yes. In a bed that I was in before with uh, where Lee and I met, there was <laughs> I was asked to make a jobber character just because we, like, we needed some. And I fucking just made uh, the Italian vampire and the big face was kind of a vampire who was very sad because he couldn't eat, because he's Italian and he couldn't eat garlic or look into mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it took me like a, a three seconds. That's funny in my mind, but I'm glad that I did. <laughs> and before and on that note, I am going to go away for a second, just, you know, keep rolling. You'll probably right. get through more with me gone. Yeah. <laughs> we will. We oh, absolutely yeah. will. We'll finish the show by the time you come back five minutes from now. Me too. <laughs> Anyways, we got a fucking Jared Holmes and Bo Blaze match. Oof. All hail oh, the yeah. sixth god. Get bullied, Howie. Get bullied? <laughs> yeah, he got, he got smacked. Shadow. Yeah, he got fucking... Destroyed by Shadow, who fucking like sick match. I'm so glad they're <laughs> oh, doing yeah, this. I'm so glad it uh, happened. Cause fucking, I I have I have made my love of Shadow love very apparent, and this mm -hmm. is so good. Fucking art your head with you are my number one fan. <laughs> 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 and then Blaze goes and pins him for the cheapest win. God, I do not see Jared Holmes get this badly. This, like, every, like, I, I never, I almost never see that. So to see it here in such an emphatic fashion by that guy that he interrupted weirdly, randomly last week is so nice. Because you weren't here for that segment, uh, Lee. That was the weirdest segment where he just came until the, we'll be right back, popped up on the screen. <laughs> do, 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 do. But, uh, no, uh, Shadow Love versus Jared Holmes is for it. it. It's so good because it's a feud that allows a dick like Shadow Love to be the genuine face because who's going to fucking cheer for Jared Holmes, really? The Me. man... Well, you, obviously, but the man is evil. Yeah. Well, we have a hardcore title segment We've got Corey Bull coming down to the ring. I did not know that this was his nickname, or I might have, I might have like read it last week, but I did. I love the name, the Hate Bringer of Violence. He um, when he won the UCI title, he literally changed it to the Hate Bringer Championship. That is so fucking metal. Hate Bringer <laughs> sounds like a band that Corey Black would be into. <laughs> I'm so stoked that Bull's back, man. Like that was the yeah. first dude that I feuded with in action wrestling. I'm um, I'm really happy to see him back in all of his glory. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, people come out. We get James Wolf coming out. That's pretty much and everyone then, just coming out and be like, I want to show up. Yeah, and then well, Bobby, uh, Bobby Rage comes out screaming, You know I deserve a championship match. <laughs> you know I, I deserve you. these meats. Oh, look, here you are. I'm back, bitches. You know I deserve a championship. And Camille's like, All right, so the hardcore championship match James Wolf, Corey Bull, and Bobby Rage. And then <laughs> Slayer comes out. And then she's like, Okay, you win two. 
James Wolf versus Corey Bull versus Bobby Rage versus Scott Slater. I, that's a pretty good first hardcore title match. I think I think that is a match that will suit these guys particularly well. I don't know Corey yeah. Bull as well as like they are here, but uh, I do think that Slayer and Rage and Wolf would probably rise to this occasion pretty well. Hmm. Oh, and it's not an elimination match. First one to a pin or submit is the winner. Make that distinction known. Oh, next up. I, I love that, though, real quick, that uh, a simple bit of messed up wording could make it sound like uh, you... <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, first one to pin or submit, if they forgot the other, it'd just be like, if you tap, you fucking win. <laughs> No, okay, so I have a story from the Attitude Era of WWE where uh, I had to do a weird tag team format and it did not work and there was a situation that arose where uh, like there could only be two legal teams could tag in other people from the team so you had a situation where the New Age Outlaws were defending their tag belts in a four-way title match and Billy Gunn and, and Jesse James were in were the two legal men, and everyone on commentary is like, "Oh, these guys better fight. They better actually do it." And the refs like, "You you best." So fucking <laughs> Billy Gunn dropped and let Jesse James pin him to retain the belt. King. <laughs> so let me just reiterate: a man, a tag team partner, to retain their own tag team championships. <laughs> Yo, that's 4D. That's fucking galaxy brain. <laughs> <laughs> and like after that happened they immediately stopped doing that <laughs> the first four corners tag match with my fiance that was exactly what she was like well why don't they just do this i was like oh well it's funny you should ask because it, it's <laughs> happened before and it was fucking stupid <laughs> i'm so good though i'm glad that it happened because it's hilarious but it's also fucking stupid Yeah, it's like I mean, it, it probably it probably had to happen the one time so that they could make the the kayfabe rule to just make sure that it never happened again. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad it happened the one time. It was like me reading the Shadow Love entrance. So one time after that, it just it's just stupid. It was really yeah. good the one time though. It it was really good the one time. I mean, the show was like 17 hours long, but goddamn, you read every word. That was great. Yeah. Dedication and passion. Anyways, uh, coming up next, we've got Casey Holiday versus Kennedy Matthews. Oh boy, oh boy, oh, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a match. <laughs> it's a. I don't know what the. I'm sorry. Uh, I find it interesting that uh, Floyd is still billing Casey Holiday as the UCI champion, and it says in the entrance, Casey Holiday confidently holds the use for her head. Uh, update well, your she entrance. never lost the belt. No, yeah. she 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 never lost the belt, but she has got she's got to parade that briefcase now, though. Otherwise, nah. how are people gonna remember nah. that? Actually, nah, let's just actually, let's just actually, forget that exists. Yeah, actually, that that would just be so you know, lose that U.S. title or not at Evolution. Uh, Dandy's never gonna enter without it ever again. <laughs> I'm sure you won't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that's uh. That's my Mackie X did in um 
WCF. Like, I'm pretty sure he, at one point he had like a replica like toy US Championship after like Mikey's America <laughs> that he just like paraded around. Mikey's like, America. That belt, yeah. US title belt, has only more prestige than the actual. Prestigious. Oh, actual world Shit title. Fire. Shit fire. A of There's a lot of prestigery in that belt. Prestigious. Anyways, this is a very, very clean sh Nothing too outrageous. Kane gets the win over Kennedy Matthews, so there we go. Uh, and then right after, we have a Kennedy Matthews segment. Stegment? Stigmata. So, Estrella, not bad, Kennedy, but you're going to have to do better than that at Evolution. Get out of my way, whore! <laughs> <laughs> I, like, got confused at one point, like, after she's like, oh, after Kennedy's like, how's the arm? And then the Lobo, blow, blow, caused, wait, what? I was really confused. Yeah, no, literally, that fucking tripped me up just now. And I was like, I was like, wait a minute, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. Oh, where's your slutting it up in New York? Jesus, that's some attitude era slut shaming right there. Some slap. <laughs> this isn't your everyday slut shaming this is and blood shaming oh man the tension is thick thicker than a little oatmeal thicker than a gen th thicker than a usual match in the best of the super big boys championship <laughs> oh man Low. the tension is thick the crowd has gone silent as a show finally lets her emotions drift away backing a step and turning her face and then nobody sees it coming an absolutely devastating chill over the back of Kennedy's head Kennedy crumbles to the floor it's Lizzie Holy Hope shit, it's Lizzie Hope Lizzie wasn't actually in New York surprise Womp. Oh, uh, so many Yo, people claiming the, to be in other the, places yeah this is the second show that happened it's like the show where people came out to give out challenges and no one accepted them yeah Love but that, that doesn't happen here because Estrella and Lizzie accept the challenge. So, woot! We've got uh, Estrella and Lizzie versus Kennedy and the as-of-yet-unnamed mystery. I do not know if Kennedy has found a partner yet. We shall see. I got that insider information. It's Jace Wilds because oh. Jace Wilds in a mask. Oh, boy. Coming. Next, we have Chris Santiago versus Alex Richards. Oh boy! Alex Richards already fought tonight. He beat. He got robbed on trying to beat up Count Orlock. What the fuck? Well, that wasn't a real match. This is a, the real match. Um, they on commentary they bring up the the brewing tension between Santiago and Holiday, which is nice. Something that queued up in this. Um, so let's keep going. Yeah, no, no shenanigans. No noble shenanigans. Just a clean, another clean match. And uh, Alex Richards gets the win. Good on him. <laughs> Chris Santiago looked great tonight too, but tonight was just Alex Richards' night. Ugh, gotta drink my water. Staying hydrated. Oh yeah. Yes. 
Moving on. Oh boy. Important stuff. We've got a Danny DeVito and Sam Kids Grow segment. This is this has been a lot of fun to put all this stuff together with Sam. I can imagine. I'll tell you that. Someone who has worked with him in the past on that extremely silly Andre Jensen, Kyle Cameron feud. He is a really fun guy to work with. So this does not it's, surprise it's me. Been, it's been an absolute pleasure. I mean, it it didn't start off as, as any kind of like overt plan. Like he he legit uh, triple threat number one contenders match, and I I didn't know what the hell to expect at that point. I'm just like, all right, let's do this. And then I think it really kicked off and like the, the feud actually went when he wrote a segment. I think I had a week where like I was hosting a tournament or something and he was like, no, I got it. Don't worry about it. And he wrote a segment. We didn't really talk about it much. But in the segment, he had... Affleck and Damon turn on him and join Dandy, and I was like, "Oh, this is some shit." No. And, and like, I I saw it in the show, and I was just like, "Oh, shit!" Like, okay. He said, "This is a big deal. These guys have been with Sam from the beginning. No, it's a big deal. I read your shit, dude. Like, my God." So then we we really we had a good time with that for a while, and and that. Uh, uh, that stepped up everything. That made everything more personal, and it made it more of a, an actual genuine feud. And it was just—it was like the coolest point of the, my favorite moment from everything that's been happening in that feud so far. Yeah. So because of, uh, in response to overt threats against Sam Kidsgrove, as above the streets of and the public transportation within London, police patrol the area. So like basically, he, people are giving like people are giving a tour of like uh, Jens Grove Studios, and if you peer through the window here, you'll see some kids Grove working on his next big project, Fortnite movie. It very well could be. I believe I'm, I believe I'm giving them an Irish accent and not a British accent. I will not apologize. Same thing. Uh, now I want to try, and I want you to try. Could you try? To read Dandy's lines here. Fuck. All right. I'll see what I'll see what I can do. I make no promises. Oh yes. All right. Um, hello to you, fine folks. Thank you for visiting Jen's Grove today. How was the tour? Anything I should change about the voice? Your tour sucks, Kitty. Dandy, you prick! How the fuck did you get in here? You little bitch, Sam. Run all the way across the ocean, Jay, from me? Nah, man. Hell no. Nah. I'm going to get arrested by some fucking renegade. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you are being detained. I fucking love the Daddy DeVito character so much. <laughs> no, no, to kill that brick, where'd they take him? <laughs> Dang, it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. It's just trying to find the thing. And going nuts. Oh, yeah. When Such I when I write his shit, uh, I hear his voice in my head, uh, and and his voice is exactly the voice of his pick base. And I don't know if you're familiar with Diane Word. Yeah, I vaguely I, yeah. I, I vaguely know of Diane Word. So if you've ever if you've ever seen Chappie, Ninja's the guy in Chappie. 
Mm, and yeah. he's the pick base, and my god, that guy is such a non-effective piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know if, if I would if I were described as a monumentally effective piece of shit. I do not know if I should applaud <laughs> that or be a, incredibly offended. I mean, he's he's kind of it's it's a show as far as I've ever interpreted the act. You yeah, know, it really is kind of a kayfabe for kayfabe's yeah. sake. Uh, and and when he speaks, when he talks, he's got his really hard South African accent. But I didn't want to make Dandy South African. Uh, I wanted him to be American. I saw they're in piece of shit American, so I gave him, you know, Jacksonville. Um, <laughs> that the, felt the accurate. The southernest, most shittiest yeah, the only, place. I think the only uh, city more that would be even more accurate would be fucking Orlando. Yeah. Oh, Orlando yeah. is just like however many fucking thousand square miles of parking lots. Yeah. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Oh, boy. Well, coming up next, we have a TF. K segment where TFK is in a fucking retirement home. <laughs> oh my god. Hey Olden. Right, you're probably wondering what I'm doing in a retirement home. Well, but it doesn't look like your son Thor Balfour is doing the right thing for you, so I feel it's only right to help you get your affairs in order. Look at some of these Betty's butt. <laughs> you could take him to Poon Guinea or, you know, the local diner where you can enjoy the early bird special and talk about your grandchildren. I love TFK. Okay. <laughs> oh, God fucking bravo. This is amazing. <laughs> or what? Oh, he, oh, what? Commentating over a game of bridge? <laughs> God, what a king. That's right, yeah. Elder Monkey's gin rummy. <laughs> Olden, this isn't made a card game at Evo 2. Oh, no, it's going to be the perfect reimagining of David and Goliath, with David being a high Hollywood elitist, and Goliath being an out-of-touch hack who can't just walk away. <laughs> just like old Ethel and company behind me, Odin. When it's your time to go, it is your time to go. May. God. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. This might be my favorite segment of the night. This might be the greatest segment ever of all time. Probably so. I will not argue. And now we get the main event. Ryan Lockhart versus Lance. Lance Walker. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, so hell so, no showed R.I.P. So I have I have some Lance Walker. I have some insight into this. I yeah. was on a L T.O. Damien and Andre Holmes when T.O. won the WCF World Title, and we were talking to L and L's like, oh yeah, I'm uh, I'm thinking about uh while I get my stuff in order, and I'm like. That's really weird because Lance Walker is booked in the main event of Clash, and she didn't know. Amazing. <laughs> Nobody told her, and I was like, "Welp." Yes. So uh, that's that. Scroll through my gross food pictures to send something to harass Michael with. Hold on. Please harass him as much. But uh, is there any insight you can give into this, Lee? Since this is your first match on the cast. And yeah, like, fucking tort won't book me, asshole. Um, <laughs> and then when he does book you, he doesn't bother to inform the other person. Yeah. Um, no, it was good to, like, get back into writing a little bit. It was a pretty shitty role, I think, that, that I dropped for it, but it was good to get back into it. Uh, I think we just 
thought was basically like, yeah, uh, Al hasn't roleplayed for a while, so if she doesn't hear, we'll just have you, like, um, Lance out. So, and then that segues right into a, a little bit with uh, Mikey. Fred of uh, Mikey not um, talking at all. Yeah, but he does but say then, he, he does say yeah, something yeah. here, and he says a very important thing. Yeah, he uh, he signed with a dub. He not did. Just for the match, so. He finally did it. Hell yeah, welcome. Yeah. Officially, I guess. Because you can just chant X. The crowd chanting X is just a yeah. block of X's. <laughs> X. Uh, hopefully, Michael like, Triple uh, X and Tassion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad, I know, yeah. I'm sad, I know, oh, yeah. So, yeah when, are we, um, when are we gonna find out that uh, Michael X's real first name is uh, fucking Daniel? Daniel Michael X, DMX. Oh, oh, there's there's a there's a picture of uh, the hood, where the hood, where the hood. X X lyrics that were like written terribly. Let me see if I can find them because they're really fucking funny. Which axe? Oh, the, uh... The Tassion or DMX? The dead one. Okay. Oh, no, uh, there's a picture, it's just a box. And it says something, but the sticker covers part of it, so all you see is fresh cum. <laughs> oh, man, my favorite, one, my favorite X meme was after the fucking uh, freshman cipher, the freestyle, the, the really cringy thing. Yeah. Drop. And it was uh, when your mom will let you go back to your, <laughs> your when your mom will let you have dessert until you finish your food. And it's the God is my witness, I will murder all of you peasants. But it's fucking crop, so it just says I will murder all of you peas. <laughs> <laughs> and like first time I saw that, I fucking did. Oh my god. Anyway. No, I can't find it, but I can find this one picture, and it says, Matt Story changed the name of the Facebook group Princess Diana Keep Her Memory Alive to Vomit. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't ask me why I have that on my phone, I just do. Same, though. My sim, watching a movie, his child burns alive. My sim, sucks, I'm gonna go do push-ups in the kitchen. You fucking sent me that, didn't you? I did. God, I'm trying yeah. to find this one fucking X lyric massacre, and I can't find it. I hate it so funny. Thanks, I hate it. It's it's funny. It's ah uh, ah uh, oh well, it's a lost cause. I'll That's I'll find for the edge boys. I'll I'll. I'll Scene. I can't get over the fact that Wade named us the Edge Boys. Yeah. But that is the end of Clash. That was really a really good show. If I... Hopefully next week I'll fucking write a segment for it. Yeah. I mean, if I've been writing segments. Alright, now uh got some questions to get to. But before we get into the thread of questions, I have a special question. Direct yes, sir. to my Facebook inbox, just for you.
the question is from anonymous uh, first-time caller, long-time winner, uh, and his name is not Charles Plumley. <laughs> he his question is Dandy has to choose between torture and digger running the Fed for the next two years. Who does oh, he choose man? Who does he choose and why? And he has to answer in all caps. Oh shit. Um put you like I'm I'm in spot. the middle of the human centipede between mom and dad. Um Jesus <laughs> I thought that was God. Yeah. I mean I love both those dudes, man. They put in some. We're not even paying them fifty bucks a week or anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's only forty nine ninety nine here. <laughs> Feel better about that price tag, uh, man. That's fucking tough. I mean, I, I probably interact more with Tort, so I guess Tort. Sorry, Digger, but. I don't think I don't they, know. they think Digger's uh, perfectly fine having more free time. Yeah, no, yeah, maybe maybe I should approach it from the perspective of who I hate the most. <laughs> oh, man. Who, who Digger, do I want to saddle Digger, with this Digger, obligation? Digger has more free time to do stuff like genealogy. Yeah. The real nurture. Fuck e-wrestling. Fuck, e fuck fake wrestling on the internet. Genealogy, that's the... <laughs> also, I have a tangent about my signature. And literally no one will care about this but me. Mm -hmm. But um, in my signature, I have the... Um, when I was making my profile on AW, I was looking at Roy's WCF profile, and I saw that GIF. I was like, that's a cool GIF. I think I'm going to use that for FTV. <laughs> you did. And then I got a message from... Pro on Facebook, and I will read you this message. Oh no! Oh Jesus! Spill the tea, Queen. Uh, <laughs> he's he told me, uh, dude. I asked why are you uncensored concept and logo in AW. Nobody asked me if it was all right. I created the concept. I think it's only fair I should at least be asked, even if I don't at RP anymore. <laughs> so it was a giant misunderstanding because I thought that was the point. I had no. No idea that it was a tag team that he and Pro had actually formed. And so like I told him like, oh no, I didn't know. I thought it was just a cool gif. I can take it down. He's like, no, no, uh, you have my permission to keep using it. I, I, I it's fine. So like it was a big mention of thing, but I thought it was really funny because like I was <laughs> I was eating lunch at Pizza Hut with my mom when I got that message. <laughs> and so I'm just looking at my phone like in on the TV up in front of us, and then like I open up my phone and I see it. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> oh. Well, I'll just I'll, I'll address the uh, the elephant in the room on that. Then anybody who I made a banner for can use it wherever the fuck they want and wonder for goddamn context. So we'll, yeah. we'll we'll just cut that one off at the knees. Yeah, but uh, hashtag free crow. <laughs> All right, so going on to questions. Uh, first set of questions from TFK who asks, Dandy's opinion on the EFK built. I think I think the thing that sticks in my craw the, the most about TFK to the US title is that my time in AW started just as his finished for that first time. So I 
you know, I, I, I won that fucking title in my third match because I did, like the roster was smaller at the time. You know, TFK was leaving. It was like a three or a four way, I think, with TFK and Claire and like, like Mike Massaro, if I remember right. Oh, man. R.I.P. Oh. I, I wanted, like, when I saw I had that match, I was like, fuck yeah, this is great. Like, I'm going to lose my ass, but this is going to be cool as shit. And then TFK, like, that week was like, hey, sorry, got to step out for a bit. And I was like, ah, fuck. Even if I win it at this point, I don't feel like it's as cool. So it's one of those situations. It was bittersweet when I picked the damn thing up because I was like, oh, great. I'm, I'm not going to I'm not gonna bat an eye at, at, you know, winning an accolade of some sort this fast. But I also was like, beat him. So I am... Super stoked to see him back, because I'm really looking forward to at least having an opportunity to maybe legit kick him in the teeth, or alternatively, maybe get my teeth kicked in. And I'm okay with either. Cool. Who won the U.S. champion? I, I think Sam. I think Sam's going to beat me at, uh, at Evolution. We'll see what oh. happens, but uh, all right. I think he's. I think he's going to take Dandy out. He'll have it the first time for the third. Nice. And should TFK bring back the U.S. magazine covers? I love I, how I, would I love how whenever I would love whenever yes. TFK asks questions, he always makes them all about himself. <laughs> TFK is like me; he is a mark for himself, and he knows it. Yeah. I'd love to see those. That was one of yeah. the coolest things when I came yeah, in. Yeah, from what I from um, what I hear, the U.S. covers were really cool. Yeah, they were cool. They were cool. I'm, I'm hoping, like, I'm, I'm doing all this stuff with, uh, like, the RPs who I made a different account just so it didn't, like, come off clouded or anything like that, where it was just dandies doing this shit. Um, and I'm hoping that when I can start to put together some of, like, the interview story things that I want to write, that TFK and I can team up and he can put covers together for, like, these, these fake magazine stories. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well... Thank you for that, TFK. Moving on to the cutie, cutie T, who asks Dandy, I know you're into debating competitions. Any parallels with you? Any advice for debating? <laughs> I mean, the parallels are just really you got to think quickly to a certain extent. Like, when you only have one RP a week, you don't have to think that quickly, I guess. But yeah. um, the parallels just come down to trying to find the weakness and exploiting it, really. Is this the most fundamental... Which is why maybe you'd expect me to be better at shoot. Maybe I'm just a shitty debate coach. Um, <laughs> wow. But as far as advice for debating, I mean, the less that you can let it get under your skin and the more you can just stay above the fray and approach the argument from an academic level, the better off you're going to be. The more pissed you get in the moment, the more fucked you are in the debate. Uh, basically, don't be Ben Shapiro on the fucking BBC interview. Yes. Oh, by Absolutely. the way, by the way, I have a Ben Shapiro meme that I can share to the. <laughs> I'm gonna share this on yes. the. I'm gonna share this on the in the Facebook chat so everyone can see it. Give me one second as I find it. Uh, give me dabo dabo da. Dabo dabo da. Okay, it's in there. Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> you are allowed to eat cat food. Is that written? In the name. Cat food. <laughs> uh, so, does Dandy's dialect come easy for you to write? If so, how? And the kind of, like, 
doubles back to what I was talking about before. Like I, I really hear Ninja's voice when mm. the thing that I'm writing for Dandy is is kind of coming out. So I'm really just more of a stenographer than I am actually writing it myself. Mm. So it's it's kind of a way that I can make it communicable, and then just putting that, you know, putting it down. It's a very artistic way of viewing things. I'm a stenographer. More than a writer. <laughs> uh, how are you feeling about taking matched Maddox up into the main roster? So, real quick before we move on, the QDT are now heavyweights. So, now QDT can officially go after Wade Moore. They are now, uh, they are now super big boys. They're like sli- boys. slightly super I'm gonna big have boys. To, I'm going to have to have Torjic's uh, weight. <laughs> 202. <laughs> no. What if someone gets called up? from cruiserweight to the main roster and they're like finally like oh, finally now i can get mcdonald's every day like i want <laughs> i've been missing cheeseburgers so goddamn bad house weighs now weighs 201 and a half pounds <laughs> oh. uh but i mean bringing magic up is good um i've i've enjoyed kind of exploring this i didn't really have a, a particularly i don't know developed plan for what the hell the character is going to be uh, but I I love Dalton Castle. Oh yeah. And and that motherfucker was somebody I I knew I needed to tap into somehow. And Magic, it was the first couple of things happened, and I was like, okay, so I'm two matches in, I've lost two title matches. What the fuck do I do with this guy? And then Havoc happened, and it was like six hours before they'd like 200 words written. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This guy is related to God, huh. and then and then I just went with that, and I was like, okay, I think I just saved this character for myself because otherwise I was just ready to just scrap it and move and try something else. But man, when I when I got into that, shit's entertaining. I, I think like I laughed, so I was like, fuck it. If nobody else laughs than I do, I don't care. That's fine. That's plenty for me. And uh, it was. It was a good development. I satisfied with the character, uh, and, and moving him up to the, the you know, quote-unquote main roster has been, I think, will be a good move for it, because I don't think that the 700-word limit is conducive yeah. to that kind of character. I mean, Jesus Christ, there's so much that I have for just building mythos and all that shit around him that it's all but impossible to do that in 700 words and, and still effectively do anything else like shoot which is yeah. why I've been losing my character, I think. For yeah. sure. It helps to uh, basically have the character already be established. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> from experience. Yeah, fair that's enough. Like I mean, that's fair enough. Past the neck is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I even <laughs> joked to Lee after, like, wow, I thought 700 words would be a challenge, and yeah, it is, but I don't have to write character development for... Yeah. Anymore because you already know who the fuck this guy is. That makes complete yeah. sense. You know, I really wouldn't have thought about that, but that makes complete sense. Yeah. Was the feud with Kids plan to be an epic long-term thing, or has it just developed, uh, evolved organically that way? I think we've already kind of answered this earlier in yeah, the cast. Yeah. So. Oh, well, that was a nice move of general questions. If you'd be kind enough to permit me a narcissistic question, what do I no. need? <laughs> what other things do you like to write aside from me? No, I'm kidding. What do I need to develop to take UDT to the next?
next level in your view. I feel like I'm doing well results-wise, but not really over with the boys. No, you're absolutely over with the over boys. With the boys. Yeah, with Havoc, that, like, solidified it. Oh, yeah, Havoc, yeah, like... But it's so, going to be, like, the next level, I guess. Beat the shit out of weighted evolution. Yeah, that's that's really what it comes down to. Like you're already high profile feud with you're against the AW goat. Against so. an AW goat, yeah. So like if you beat yeah. him, then that'll just propel you and you'll start getting like better opportunities and you'll be regarded you're already regarded quite highly, but now you'll then you'll be regarded even higher, so Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Uh what other things do you like to write aside from e wrestling? Well, uh, I'm a film major. Yeah, so, same. So, uh, so uh, <laughs> screen, screen, screenwriting, stuff like that. Yeah, Uterino. I've um, um, attempted to write a novel a couple times, but same. I, I, I was there for both attempts. Yeah, well, I tried, <laughs> and uh, it's it's never it's never. Yeah, it's like what, it's like a once a year thing, and I'll do it for like a couple months, and then I'll just go like off. Oh, I know where I'm going with this because I'm not a good planner, no which I'm me. trying to get better at. Like, even here, everything I write is, like, pretty much off the top of my head. Yeah. Same. Um, and I dabble in show time to time. <laughs> I I tried poetry for a while, and I've not done it in a long time, and it's been... Mm-hmm. It, it used to be fucking garbage. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I used to I used to write... I'm not used to I still probably write, but just not very frequently. I write poetry stuff every now and then, but... I took a I took a screenwriting class in college and I really enjoyed that and I think that that honestly, looking at uh, some of Odin's feedback and his feedback thread to to my shit, uh, most of that is a fucking screenplay, uh, and that's functionally how I approach Dandy. I'm just like I don't fucking care about description. Whatever you imagine, what you imagine, I don't give a shit. And then I I do the dialogue. Because I just enjoy the fuck out of dialogue writing. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell, too, because you're really good at it. God, just suck each other's dicks already. Jesus fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that, we're all going to join a... We're all going to make a fucking uh, film production company in a couple of years anyway. Us fucking torture fucking Michael. Everyone's involved. Which and then we're all going to get fucking canceled because of the shit. Because <laughs> AW shit's going to get dredged up. And we're going <laughs> to... Lol. Which match for Evolution 2, aside from your own, are you missing? I will say, after all the segments that have been posted, I'm really into TFK versus Odin. Yes. Um, TFK knows how to fucking build a feud. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to see I want to see QDT Wade. Yeah. Wanna, yeah, that's going to be great. I want it all over my face. <laughs> You want a lot of things over your face. Spencer Kemp. Known these guys for like ages. Seen them like both been working together. I completely forgot Spencer Kemp because the one segment with Spencer on it, the fucking audio gets cut out for fucking no reason. Yeah, that's the thing, like it hasn't had like compared to like some of the other feuds here, like an insane build, but like like just like the history behind the two characters and stuff is really interesting to me and I'm and I'm the how they roleplay for the match. Also, Corey Black versus the Doom Squad. Of course. Mm. Yeah. What about you, D and D? Man, I I think I'm really looking to the 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 main event, the title match there, Lockhart and, and Mikey X. Um, it'll be nice to know who my my uh, crosshairs are on once once Evolution's gone. Yeah. Ooh.
shit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh shit. Just admits kids grow. <laughs> oh man, this this podcast. I did, is... I did just tell you. I think Sam's gonna beat my ass. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh man, this, this, this podcast is incriminating evidence. We gotta burn it. If you could combine aspects of AW people to make your ideal e-wrestler, excluding yourself, who would you pick for various qualities? I shoot a blank character development, a blank dialogue. But God, this is gonna be the weirdest fucking. I've like, just got two. Like I've just, I've just got development. Yeah, go for uh, it. The shoot of Zemak and the character development of Spencer. Like, Oof. I feel like they're both like top tier when it comes to those two things, and they like really specialize in it. I'm a Frankenstein amalgamation you've ever seen. I would have the <laughs> I would have the shoot of Jared Holmes, the character development of QDT, and the dialogue of Shadow Love. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> Imagine that oh, monstrosity God. running around in the Federation. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, I need to. I need to one up that now. Fuck. Ah, <laughs> uh, I got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, hmm. Actually, no, I don't. Got it yet? Lol. So, okay. The shoot of Wade, the character development of Shadow Love, like pro style and everything, with the dialogue of Dandy. Yeah. So it's just like this fucking like super like loquacious fucking uh, <laughs> prose, <laughs> and then the fucking character of his mouth is like, "Hey, you gonna suck my dick or what?" <laughs> oh. What that fucking mouth do, girl? <laughs> oh, what, what is your answer, Dandy? Oh my god. Uh, so I would probably, if I'm going to Franken, I would probably have to pick Tort's genetic jackhammer because he makes <laughs> kids. Uh, and then, honest to God, I have no fucking idea for a real answer. Uh, like, shoot, I mean, Wade, just about anything from Wade. So I don't think that it would be unreasonable to be like, well, I would pick Wade, and Wade, and Wade, and I would just Wade more. So your ideal uh, wrestler is Wade Moore. William Moore. That's how yeah, William yeah, Moore Excuse me. Excuse me. I don't want a dead name William Moore. Dead <laughs> <laughs> name William Moore. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, thank you. Really fun question. Thank you. Moving on to Derek Vaden, the boy, Wisconsin's finest. As a teacher, Dandy, do you ever piss yourself off when writing Dandy in an interesting way of speaking? Uh, usually, I'm I'm more entertained by it than anything. Like uh, I'm I'm going to admit something that's incriminating, I suppose. But when I've got downtime and I'm in the classroom, I'm usually writing these fucking role plays. If I'm in a study hall or like we've done a downtime in the debate where the kids are prepping, fuck it, I'm writing. And um, using your office hours to fucking bully people yeah, on the internet. Yeah, boards. damn straight, damn straight, as it should be. <laughs> 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 yeah. So nobody's really ever looked at me weird when I started giggling to myself. So I think I'm doing okay. Yeah, that's, great. that's a really good question, Stealth by the way, Derek. That's a really funny <laughs> question. Yeah. Uh, also, did y'all drink enough water? 
today? Did you get yes. enough sleep? I'm trying to drink enough water. I, I, I've not drank any soda at all today. I'm trying to just drink and, uh, sleep well. It wasn't the best, but I, it was I, something. I, I got uh, like five hours. I just, uh, <laughs> drank, uh, I just drank a bottle of water and I'm up three in the morning, so let's get it. <laughs> Fuck. Get it. Yeah, I, I don't sleep enough ever, uh, and then I, I don't drink enough water either, so no and no. Yeah, we're all fucking disasters here. Yep. All right, well, thank you for that, Derek. We're on we to Karen for us, baby. <laughs> Moving on to Harry Diderot, who asked Dandy, after all is said and done, how do you want Mr. DeVito to be remembered by all souls? Man, before I actually answer that, I want to say this real fast. When I just started, uh, Harry as... Richie Rich was one of my first opponents and he was just so freaking supportive and cool about it all like there were a handful of out when I just kicked off and just started in the in the in the fed where you know I was I was kind of nervous cuz it had been a while and we'll get into that a little bit more I think with Lizzie's question coming up but I since I'd done anything and I just I just had the wild hair to go try it again and it was so damn welcoming and cool cool to see people like him and like uh, Roy reach out and just be like, all right, dude, good work. Keep it up. It, it was it was very uplifting and it had me really excited. And um, if we're talking in character, I want Dandy to be remembered by, I suppose, is just that, you know, honestly, I want to be a badass to a certain extent in character, but I may want him to be funny and entertaining. And I want sell the humor of that character while still making him a threat. Uh, out of character, I want to make sure that I put myself in a position where, you know, when I when I eventually decide, okay, I'm done, somebody to say something about me like I just did about, you know, Richie Rich or, or about Roy. You know, I want that to be like, oh, that motherfucker was real supportive. That's the, the highest aim that I have in this Excellent. And also the classic question. Hey dude, what's your favorite cookie? Man, last week one of my kids brought me a cookie from like their foods class. Like that's like the times you get all the secret perks. Um and it was a like piping hot, straight out of the oven, uh, like chocolate chip M and M and oddly that was just just fucking lights out good. Damn. I don't think I've ever had anything better than that. It was amazing. Nice. It probably is advantaged by being right out of the goddamn oven. Yeah, probably so. I want to eat it in its as close to cookie dough state as possible where I'm not getting killed by the damn thing. And well, I mean, we all die that. in the end. Yeah, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Oh, my God. Man. Uh, <laughs> good man off our cost. God, why am I keeping well, this While we're here... Your fruits and vegetables. Oh, well, thank you, Harry, for the great question. Moving on to Lucy Hope. Dandy, you had a huge e-wrestling layoff like I did. It appears that it didn't take long for you to get acclimated to the game again. Thanks for paving the way and setting the example for someone like me who had no idea why I even chose to do it again. That's pretty nice. I appreciate it. First question, when did you realize you had made the right decision to start writing again? 
I I'm always somebody and always have been somebody. I don't just do things just to do them. Like I need some sort of like kind of external motivator. Like I'm not an intrinsically motivated person for shit. So I need something at the end of the rainbow that keep moving. And I thought I don't write enough. Uh, and I want to write more, but I'll never write just to write. So I needed a motivation, and I was like, oh, you know what? Fucking fetting was a lot of fun. I did a lot of writing when I was doing that shit. I should do that shit in. And it was pretty much immediate. Like, as soon as I wrote that first Dandy roleplay, and I got a little bit of feedback from people, and it was really positive, I just I knew it was game over and that I was going to be doing this shit for a while. Uh, historically, I kind of burnedly just because... You know, I had this attention span or whatever. And but, I heard your stories um, about uh, joining other feds in the... Oh, oh my god. Jesus, man. Yeah, so <laughs> there are other other feds can... I don't know. Side turd out of my ass or something. Uh, everybody in AW is just so freaking fun to, to talk to and hang around. And even if we, you know, have a uh, racism and shit, right? Like all that. Like oh, we can yeah. still we can still do that shit and be okay. And uh, uh, and that's cool. You know, I I appreciate that. So I knew I made the right decision when it was just like as soon as I got on the Facebook chat, then I knew. Like I enjoyed it up to that point, but I didn't really have any real relationships with people. But as soon as I got in the Facebook chat, it was like, oh okay, this is this is like a home away from home kind of place. These are real people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. really kind of, it fleshed it out to me. And uh, I really, I liked, I liked everybody. All right. Uh, what's been your biggest accomplishment and favorite opponent to compete against an AW? I think the storyline with Sam is the biggest accomplishment. Like, oh, yeah. It's fun with the title and all that. And like, it, it was cool as shit to win it, but... I mean, drawing out a story plan because we've 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 made plans and we've tried to make long-term plans that have just fallen through. But, um, we really have had a lot of fun just making that that whole you know feud and story happen. And honestly, when the I can't remember the name of it now. It was something with with uh, Havoc, I think, big team thing where everybody got kind of matched. Up. When Sam and I got tag teamed, I was just like, oh shit, like. I think we're going to end up as a tag team. Like, that's where this is going to go. We're going to end up being the fucking bar. And then that just didn't work out. Uh, I don't remember why. That as, a, as an outcome, as a payoff. Real talk, if that were the outcome, that would be a pretty fucking dope outcome. Yeah, yeah, I thought it would be pretty fucking sweet. But it, like, it's not headed that way. But who, do, who the fuck knows? Eventually, maybe, maybe it will. But um, probably been my favorite accomplishment is making a story that people seem to give a fuck about uh and that's not my accomplishment alone you know torts in on that a lot and sam's just busting his ass on making um and i mean sam's probably my favorite opponent too then right like it's just the most fun but there are a lot of people i want to face that i haven't faced in in, in action wrestling so who that, knows maybe that, the favorite opponent is yet to come and that moves into the next question. Who do you look forward to facing Trinity to yet? Man, I didn't even fucking read that shit. I just transitioned like a champ. And, and um, God, look who's the seer now. <laughs> so I, uh, okay. I want to face... 
face Zito. Blade. Yeah. <laughs> I want to face Blade. I want to face yeah. would be great, right? Like, I've had a lot of, of really cool and fun mid-card matches, but, like, in my in my mind, and, and there will probably be others that have developed more. I mean, fuck, Lizzie's on that list, too. Um, you know, as people develop more and more and more, that I'm going to get more and more excited about facing off with them. But, like, that, the marquee matchup. And then not to say that, you know, I'm on Wade's level or Ryan's level or anything like that, but like be floored if I if I was walking by a you know, a venue, assuming this shit was real, and I saw those names, right? Like I was like, Oh, Wade Moore and Dandy or Ryan Lockhart and Dandy or Casey Holiday and Dandy. Like, Fuck yeah, I'm in. I'm in and- I think um something taught us really well here, even though I shit him shit on him for not booking me and shit. Is he keeps a lot of the names towards the top end of the card and even to the mid card to some extent away from each other yeah definitely they feud so he's not just going to put on a um yeah like wade versus dandy because yeah could for be sure saved for an actual big event yeah um, yeah and, and when i had i had a match you know a few weeks back with uh with dream daddy yeah this is this is cool as shit you know mm. it's like this is like wade light this is great yeah, yeah he just it helps build um the hype for when those matches do, do yeah, eventually happen. Absolutely. And then, I've, uh, the question that I've been dreading any this week, you know I'm going to keep asking. Look, I didn't have time to properly read the show this week, Lizzie. <laughs> I wrote some. Yeah, I, I, I try, I want to, but like, I have, I'm busy. I have so much stuff yeah. going on in my life at this point. There I'll try to. I read uh, the Roger Payton Jr. roleplay because yeah. I had to see if fucking Flash was going to come off. legit. God damn, did he come strong in that one. Yeah, yeah obviously because I faced him and that was yeah. really good. I honestly thought he I honestly thought he had me beat. Mm, yeah. Um, I read um, read uh, Vaden Pasternak. I read Z. Did Z man? I swear I read a Z-Mac. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. I read a Z-Mac. And uh, I read uh, Holiday and Santiago for their match. Damn. Yeah, man. With with doing the uh, the best of the week stuff now, I'm reading everybody. Nice. Um, at, least, at least trying to get through, if, if not a, a read, at least a good... once over kind of read yeah. um and i was really stoked about the the options this week on that on that best of poll um yeah. you got santiago you got peyton jr you got richards you got lockhart stuff in there y'all hit the ball out of the park yeah that's why i volunteered to do it because just to give me another reason to read more off and not yeah hell yeah, yeah. like so, yeah. Yeah. it's great because like the first week that we did it, it was Lizzie and I that that did the nominations, and and we both were like, yeah, there's about six people we'd put on this thing. We only want to have four, or three or four on the on the ballot because there just aren't enough votes to to make six options. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, four options might be too many. We've only you know if if we don't have more, fuck, you could have almost exact splits. So I don't know. We'll figure that out as as the time goes. But um, Bo joined us this week, and. 
he was he was the kind of deciding vote on a, a fifth or sixth person on the ballot. And it's just going to be nice to be able to work in new people on that kind of thing because I don't want it to just be like, what what are Lizzie and Dandy's favorite fucking role plays of the week? Like nah, that's not what yeah, I want. Sure. I want to make sure everybody. Last week, just for instance, I want to I want to kind of give props to Lizzie on it. Uh, I wanted to put Lizzie on the ballot, and Lizzie was just like, I don't know. That seems kind of untoward. I don't know if we want to do that. It was like super, super straight up integrity ethic. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that, that was necessary, but that's that's pretty cool. And I, I want to make sure that everybody knows that that's happening. Yeah, like yeah. I was I was stoked about about putting Lizzie on that thing. Yeah, She's fucking like, the Lizzie roleplay should have been there over my dead oh. ass. <laughs> well, we both loved your shoot in week one, man. Like that's you, you kicked ass there. And and I'll be real, Lizzie Lizzie was real big about putting you on this this week too. You just you know a bow hates you. It's what it comes down to. So you know <laughs> you can you can do that piece of shit. Oh questions, <laughs> Lizzie. That was something. <laughs> Oh boy. Moving on to William Moore, the boy, the dandy. What was your motivation character? Was it just an out of left field portrayal for you, or can you relate to anything IRL? I would hope to God, no. No, I, I can't relate to him on the least, on the, on the, even the lowest level. But I, when I, when I e-fetted before, I had a character that I, I, I called Willie Lee. He was. Like, the name came from a Johnny Cash song uh, called Cocaine Blues. And Willie was kind of a redneck version of Dandy. And he was, like, this kind of lovable dipshit. And he was just a lot of fun to write. And, like, I'd taken kind of some of the, some of the same story beats from him and made those into Dandy stories. Um, but that was really the biggest motivation for me is I was like, I know that I write like dialect kind of stuff and i wanted that because it's kind of it's just a good i don't know it's a good thing to make my shit stand out mm. but i didn't necessarily feel like going back into the same well and doing willie again i wanted a different character and i was i was just fucking around and making up like punk band names that i was i was jokingly <laughs> telling my fiance that i was gonna do because i i have about as much musical talent in my body as i don't know some fucking thing that has very little things in it. Uh, so Sid Vicious. That's perfect. Yeah. I, Except I he eventually developed stop. talent. Yeah. And then he died. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. Um, but not uh, having talent never stopped uh, the punk. So like <laughs> that is absolutely true. Yeah, and, and that's true because I I do I made a good band name there with Dandy Devito and. I felt like I could just parlay that into a to a character. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll do that. And really, I had the name, and then I developed the character. But fuck, let's imagine a punk is a bunch of fucking like like is they dress like a fucking barbershop quartet, but they're all Guidos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining them as as like any Devito roles. Oh, so like shit. maybe maybe one of them's like the joke or not Joker, fuck the penguin, penguin. from Batman Returns, and one of them's the the angry little guy in uh, in Taxi, and one of them's I don't know from fucking Junior or whatever. And I honestly, off of my head, beyond going to like it's always sunny, can't oh, think of his. But it's just it's just four different uh, fucking Frank Reynolds aliases. Yeah. <laughs> the Trash Man, Mantis Tobias, <laughs> his fucking brother. 
and something out. That's such, like I I only have I only have like a passing familiarity with most of It's Always Sunny. Uh, but the first week that I was in AW, there was a predictions thread, and I remember Z uh, when it came to my match just wrote Rum Ham, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And I had no, I had no fucking clue what that meant, and I had to Google it, and I was like, oh, he's picking me. Okay. All right, I think I get this now. Lol. But that was, it was a good discovery. And for the Edge Boys, Evolution 2 is shaping up to be a hell of a card. Which matches have the strongest build, in your opinion? Uh, I think, obviously, Kids Grove and DeVita, for one. Uh, two, uh, Lockhart Michaelitz has had an awesome world title build. Yeah, that's been, that's been a phenomenal build. Yeah. And I think for my second... Solely on the, solely on the shoulders of Michael X. Yes, Michael I read all those segments, fuck you. And then, uh, Corey Black versus Chase Wilds, because it's been built up for six months. <laughs> yeah, I've got Danny and Kids Grove as well. I've got uh, Corey Black and Chase as well, and in camp, because even though I said liked, I haven't had as much, like, straight-up segments, like, just the character <coughs> for me. Yeah. For sure. The build is in the booking so it's like the, the math you know what i mean like just the fact that the match is booked that's the build yeah it tells yeah it tells itself yeah yeah any other uh, ones oof. oh oh okay oh yeah yeah that's yeah cool. we yeah i was like i was like it's on the tip of my tongue and i couldn't fucking think of it and i was like oh shit yeah that's the one Nicer, nicer. Thank you. I just fucking scrolled up in the thread and saw uh, TFK signature. show, like, that's it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, William, for the dollars. very welcome. Moving on to, to Sam Kidsgrove, who asked just one question. Dandy, why are you such a prick? Discuss with examples. So, my first reaction to that is from a teacher perspective, and I say that's a very very well-constructed test question. <laughs> it is! <laughs> um, secondly, I just want to scream into the microphone, I learned it from you, Dad. I learned it from you. I just have it at that. You know. Yeah, you gotta, uh, give, you, you gotta give out your uh, prep SATs with this as the essay question. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your reading test. Moving on to... Why Jensen's are you such a little... Moving <laughs> on to Jensen's actual questions. Didn't feel right being nice to you on Kid Dandy, so here's on Jensen. Some of this applies to me as well, because it was the same sort of thing with the Kyle Cameron and Andre Jensen feud. We've had a blast working together, and now it's winding down with the match. What was your favorite Allegedly. part? Allegedly. What was your favorite... Favorite part? What was your favorite part of working right, together? by the way. Uh, yeah, he has he's gone to go do the... Told in the the sacred texts. Yeah, and again, don't forget to eat your fruits and vegetables. So yeah, what was your I favorite? That goddamn what, picture. I'm what, sorry. What was your favorite part of working with? Uh... I mean, I just love how collaborative it's been. You know, there will be weeks where it's just like, fuck, I got I got a million things going on. Uh, I can't write anything this week. 
It's like, don't worry about it, I got the segment. Whereas, you know, we've been trading old, like the final month or so for Evolution when we all kind of decided, Tort and, and the two of us, that, you know, Dandy and, and Kitsgrove weren't going to be booked in the last run because, you know, Tort knows everybody right now, but he still wants those stories to advance. So at that point, we just kind of said, all right, we'll trade off weeks. Yeah. And we've been sharing things with each other and just kind of editing them, you know, as, as things go. I think my favorite thing is really kind of a minor thing, really, but it's when Sir Dandy speaks. He'll send it to me and go, all right, Dandy this. Nice. <laughs> so then I have to go through and just say, okay, so it's like a, you know, an English to fucked up. That's my favorite language, fucked up. Yeah, it's good. English it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no shit. English to bath salt. <laughs> uh, I will agree with you that like when it comes to doing a feud with kids, it's a very collaborative affair. I remember uh, when I was doing my thing with him in uh, UCI, it was very much the same thing. We would trade off on stuff and we would collaborate yeah. on segments and it was I'm always surprised at how much Spencer loves that feud. Like it, it's a good feud, but I'm always just surprised that he thinks it's like one of the one of the best ones he's ever seen. But I, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm I'm definitely flattered to be in a conversation with like oh feud of the year. It's a fucking side in June, but well here's um, the thing. I think for a lot, it's a lot of fun, it's like not even a contest at this point because it's just been it's been Kids Grove and Dandy and then everything else like Wave World. So. Um, my main goal, as we've discussed with Elevate You, do you think that was accomplished? I, I guess that's for other people to say. I think it is. I feel, I feel, yeah, like I'm, I'm on a pretty good tier at this point. Yeah, um, I, I think, I think you've been elevated miles and miles and miles. So his, his work and sacrifice in that has just been awesome. And honestly, my goal. <laughs> Oddly enough, was the exact same fucking thing with him. It's just like, no, I want to, I want to make sure that you know, because he told me we started working into a feud with it. He was like, I want, I want to get over, and I was like, well, I don't fucking want to do that at your expense. I want to do that together. So I that's think, part of why we wanted to make sure that that thing was built the way that it is, where it's kind of give and take, but it's, it's not a fifty-fifty situation. Yeah, yeah, I think you've both feud, so I think you've succeeded on that front. If we were to do this all again, would you change anything and why? Fuck, I might have just done it sooner. But beyond that, that's it. Um, Forever. It's been so much fun. Yeah, it's been so much fun. I think if I were to do anything with the Jensen camera feed, it might be to have it last maybe just a little bit longer, not too much. Maybe wait until forever. until bringing in that actual world title business into it with the broken belt. But, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with that feud as it is now, so... Yeah, yeah. Oh, and did you get what you did? It hit your expectations you had before you went in. I guess I'll have to read the, the Hell in a Cell to know for sure, right? Yeah, read the heck in a sec. <laughs> Thank no, you. No, I'm I'm super satisfied. I think it I think it's been a lot of fun, and I hang it up, and I'm just done with e-fetting, or I just you know I don't have time or whatever to continue. It's gonna be one of my favorite things to think back on, for sure. Ah, thank you, Jensen. You lovely, lovely chap.
And finally, we move on to maybe to end things out. Questions uh, for Danny. Do you think a debate match could work in e-wrestling? I, I don't know, man. I, I think that if you're talking about a debate tournament or a debate round of debate, the the issue you're going to run into is I think that in e-fetting and like, you know, shoot, you're kind of going for low-hanging fruit and for like, like uh, I'm, I'm blanking right now. It's been a long damn day on the word I'm trying to think of. Ad hominem. Where it's just like, no, you're a bitch, and that wouldn't work in a tournament. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I will prove that you are a bitch using facts and logic. <laughs> you are a bitch. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I can't. You. Uh, I concede. <laughs> God, I'll tell. I'll say this. Every time I've seen WWE try to do a debate type thing, it's always been absolutely the drizzling shits because the yeah. first got Steiner and Iraq. Yes. Yep. Fuck that. Is Chris Nowitzki would oh, in yeah. a real scenario would beat the piss out of him probably in both a fight and in debate. Yeah. Uh, do you think your experience with debate could influence your shoot? I mean... I'll just say, my, my team's got, like, five state champions. We've won a national championship. Like, I've had a national runner-up. The shoot that I have uh, is always the big complaint, so I guess not. Lol. <laughs> wow. That is real right there. <laughs> Whose RPs have influenced you the most? That That is rough, man. Um... I don't, I don't know, honestly, like, I read some, like, I, I'll read them all now, but I don't necessarily know that I've looked at anybody and be like, dude, I want to write like that, because I don't, I don't want this to sound like an arrogant, like, fucking self-high-five kind of fucking thing. I don't really think anybody writes like I do. That's so, fair. if I'm really looking at probably who's the most similar, I think it's Sam, honestly, which is why Odin hated both of our shit so much. Oh, um, <laughs> the but, biggest oof. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, yeah, fuck, it, have, we all have our taste. Yeah, I've is. been buried in a feedback thread, by rite of passage at this point. <laughs> I mean, we we both we both write in a more script kind of format. Like, you know, we're looking more at a screenplay. His is for character. gimmick reasons and mine is for that's how uncomfortable fucking writing yeah. but I, I think that that's probably the one where I'm like okay I okay, if, the, if he can do this and he can succeed with it well then I know that it's okay and I can do it too um, so I guess the answer is probably the most influential on what I'm doing alright sorry I was responding to a discord message right there moving you on how long have you been wrestling Oh, um, it's been off and on, more off at times than on, um, but I started, I think I said, between my sophomore and junior year in high school, which would have been probably 2002, 2003, somewhere around there. I don't know how old I am, I guess. Um, somewhere in that range, so 2002, 2003, with like a, a big layover um, from about... 
I don't know, 2010, 2011 until now, maybe even longer. I'm not honest. It's, it's been it's been a, a decent run, and I remember some of the shit that I did initially. Like I started off in some of those, like the the WWE feds. Uh, oh like, boy. Yeah, it was it was one of the situations where you know if you didn't grab one of the one of the already A list guys, you were fucked. And I think I think I said Jericho, and if I remember correctly, I went and found a transcript of his WWE debut, and I was just like yoink, and I just fucking <laughs> copy and pasted his goddamn WWE oh. debut against the Rock. Right, so it's like uh, Control F, and then replace every time he says the Rock with Locker I'm facing this week, and I remember that going that doesn't. I don't know, it feels real, because obviously he said all of this shit, but it doesn't feel like I did anything. And then I, I ended up in some some places where, I don't even remember what the feds were called, but I, I remember doing them. I, I caught the assassin, John Oswald. I picked two presidential assassins and mashed their names together. As one uh, does. Yeah, you know, As you, you know do, John Chapman Oswald. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I remember doing that, and, like, I enjoyed that. But, God, if I tried to read those promos now, I'd really wish that the assassin was targeting me. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll say this. My uh, my first RP in GWC... Ugh. <laughs> I, looking back on it now, I, I want to die. I want to go out into the fields... Mountain commit Sudoku as the blood stains the sugarcane fields. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, like it's just been it's been a lot of fun, you know, in a totally totally like never stagnant environment with e-fetting. Like something's different all the time. There's at least somebody debuting that's new, or you know, you have a different story or whatever. It's just a lot of really cool shit that is never the same. Yeah. If you could form a faction of three to four people in AW, if you're a wrestler as a member of the group, who would you choose? I mean, shit. If if we're talking about... It depends on the role, I guess, that you'd want Dandy to play. Like, if Dandy was just going to be, like, the fucking dog on a chain ready to hold a bite, he'd, he'd fit just fine in Beach Group. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And if he was going to be, like, the, the leader, well, I mean, that'd be a fucking weird stable. But to be a leader of a stable... <laughs> His stable is just four crackheads he found outside the stadium that day. I think, I think it'd have to have Rage in it. Bobby Rage would have to be in Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would, he would have to be the heavy, right? Like, they were, him yeah. or Corey Ball. Um, or fuck it, both of them. I think Dandy would, would surround, surround himself, himself with a bunch the of biggest heavies. motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like that's what he would do. So he would find he'd find two big fucking heavies and then probably a woman. So I'm guessing. I, I mean, when I'm I, I, this is not me speaking. When I ask this question, this is this is from the mindset of Dandy. Who's who's the hottest woman in AW? Because <laughs> that's that's who would fucking be. <laughs> God. I, I will say this about Danny. He's the person I've ever seen that's not actually in Beach Crew. <laughs> he yeah, wait, when he talked to me a couple months ago, and he's like, hey, man, uh, I want you in Beach Crew. And I was like, dude, that would be fucking boss. He's like, I'm talking to 
talking to the other guys. We'll see what we do. We don't want to, like, cannibalize everybody. We want to NWO that shit. I get it. If it doesn't yeah. work, it doesn't work. I'm flattered to even be suggested or considered. Right. Yeah, like, you, but, you fit the mold of everything that Beach Crew fucking represents, which is, like, that's, horrible that's why, people who have terrible yeah. culture. That's why I had I had Dandy just, like, verbally filleting every member of Beach Crew all over the fucking internet board. Right? Like, every time Ryan posted something, it was like, oh, yeah, uh, oh, Fark and you put your dick down my throat. <laughs> the answer is pretty far. Andy has much less of a gag reflex than I do. Damn. What a sentence. <laughs> and a bonus DD question. Do you write your RP in a norm edit in Dandy's dialect or do you write the dialect as you go? I just write it as I go. I mean if I'm if I'm editing something that, that Sam wrote up in a in a segment or anybody else would have written up in a segment obviously i'm writing it organically if i'm writing the rope everything is going on the on the page or on the uh, well shit well i think we did it we have finished this episode of the pride cast three hours it is under three hours we are at two and a half hours which i think is a new record so congratulations well, hot damn Tort will be happier. The tort will be happy. Uh, this is a great episode. So, so support. Uh, next week, I'm thinking I might take a week off because we've done four weeks in a row and I need a break. And then uh, next week after that, which I think should be the go home. It should be it should be the go before evolution. We should probably have TFK on the show. Yeah. Because he is posting threads with the prank has name. Yeah, he's calling our asses out. <laughs> yeah, he's calling us out saying, Where's my fucking shot? He's he's poppy raging us is what he's doing. Nah, he's fucking eddying us. <laughs> oh yeah. Use me or lose me. Use me or lose <laughs> me. Oh, oh, well, yeah, so that's that should be the plan. Next week is you know, I'm gonna take a week off. The recharge week. Recharge week and then next week we'll have the fucking director of AW on the show. That's Oh, fuck. Fuck, fuck. Uh, Evolution cast. We gotta see if we can get Tord on. We gotta get Tord from That's fucking brilliant. You gotta do that. (laughs) Gotta do that. That's not even a question. So, the Evolution Review Show, we will torture on there. And, uh, this should be it. This should be a pretty good next couple weeks. So, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, this is the first week where I can just post this directly into Dropbox and I don't have to edit it. Fucking excellent. Because none of us any objectionable shit there were <laughs> no. no audio issues or no audio issues no uh bearing of people that we don't want to know got buried <laughs> uh, you, uh, you, uh, you may not dandy but every single week we go so hard on torture we're like no we gotta we're gonna hurt his feelings we need to take all this out man why do we keep doing this why do we keep calling him uh, <laughs> dumb that's good weird and <laughs> uh, see, my my brain is always wired to be kind of fucked up in those moments because I know I should never say anything that impugns or attacks somebody's kids but when I'm like nah I'm gonna fuck with you that's where I go and y'all were like oh his kids are so cute my brain said we should kill him <laughs> and, and I think Tor would find that funny but I don't oh, want to find out the hard way that he didn't 
Like, <laughs> I'm sure he would, knowing context. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, like, Torture. He listens to podcasts. Didn't want to have to do this. This is going to hurt you more than it hurts me. Goes to Danny DeVito's roster entry page. Clicks delete. <laughs> my band's Danny DeVito. No, he just changes my weight to 201. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> 201 division now, motherfucker. Oh, oh boy. Good luck with your dialect and t- fucking 700 words, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What a funny way to end the podcast. <laughs> For James and Danny. I'm every sure. week, every week I think you've stopped the recording about like three minutes before you do. <laughs> I never what? say I stop rec- I never stop recording until <laughs> I say I'll see you next week. And then there's a that's, pause and then I say That's okay. good to know now, dickhead. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> No, like, do you want to think... know why he has to keep editing fucking things every week? It's because of shit like this. <laughs> I think we're done recording for like after like <laughs> yeah, I think you're done recording, and then like five minutes later, after I'm already like on my shit, and see you next week. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we wait three seconds, it can this can be exactly two and a half hours. So boy so for james and lee who is unfortunately not present and dandy yep. this is frank venable and i will see you the week after with fucking t f k goodbye y'all